0: Hey, first mistake of the day, that's not the right text girl. what up you bad motherfuckers Yeah Bienvenidos gang, welcome to the show, it's the meaning wave live, meaning wave, what do we call this, the meaning stream, it's the meaning stream and you are very welcome, make some noise, as is customary, that means flood, chat with emojis, you are also instructed to beat the living shit out the like button, that's very necessary, every like button concussion sends out an invitation, Everyone locked in. Early, what up, Full Killer? What up, Searcher? What up, Yoga Mac? Auto Glass. Yoga Mac says, "Whoa, head explode. What is going on, fam?" What okay, K two explosive overhead? Oh, Jason Evers in the house. What up, baby? Regulating. If anyone has any concerns or anything directed in the direction of Jason Evers, he has the answers. He has a wrench. Adrian Stump is in the building. H M S Wave ride. What's up? Speech dub club is in the house. What's up? Amcast is in the house. What's up? Auto glass is in the house. Meow meow. Chilkinuck is in the house. Meow meow. Amcast is in the house. Somehow Anomaly is in the house. Oh my goodness. Edge is in the house. It's the beautiful days I have a house. It's beautiful days we live. And we do indeed today have a guest, a special guest on the show. which is an exciting thing because we rarely do that. You know what I mean? We're relatively insular, I suppose, but uh, I had a lovely conversation with Dr. Anomaly on his channel a little while back. And I thought, well, I would love to hear more of uh, Anomaly. And since on his own channel, he doesn't talk that much about himself. He talks about matters of, of global imports. I thought I'd have to get him on here so I can ask him about, like, regular human being shit. And thus, it is occurring. Jason Evers says, "Clap, clap!" Peter Glass says, "Let's turn it up. Why not?" And uh, the like buttons didn't decimate. Good. I'm proud of you. Jacob Peter says, "We've got a matrix breakup." Yeah, we got all manner of things. We have got Anomaly. He's a rapper, a political and cultural commentator. And most importantly, a world-famous disco dancing chandelier botherer. I will explain what that means in a bit. Did you hear him laugh? I think I heard him laugh. Yeah. He's in the green room. It's not green, but it's a room. It's a room in weird digital space. And it's beautiful. Anyway, he is that. Uh, a, you know, he's also. Um, God. Well, well, we'll talk about hey. all that. But he is a bad motherfucker, and he did create his YouTube channel in 2009, which is a while ago now, I guess. You know. Uh, and he has got two hundred, how many? Two hundred eighty thousand subscribers on there, which is mental. And has uploaded two thousand two hundred fifty-two videos. I know this because Jason Eva did some research, and he's told me. Uh, also he's got uh, nearly 500,000 followers on Instagram Which is mental And nearly to, what 1.680 million on Facebook And 275,000 on X Bloody hell What a powerful being he did all this you look at his youtube channel you can look at the oldest video and it's really really nice uh it's a lovely rap song it's done in the classic boom bap style and if you put it out now just exactly as it is people would be very excited and say it would be some kind of like uh, retro futuristic uh return to glory or something anyway before we get any further i'm going to play you a bit of a uh, a classic anomaly music video that i really like that brought me much joy over the years and um Hopefully it will bring you some joy, too, because it is great. Look at that first frame. It's a delightful first frame. This song is called Bob Ross.
1: I see the shit y'all saying sometimes. It's just I'm chilling, pain, birds like I don't even see. You feel me? You'll never see me tripping. Got the vision. I don't even need a Good luck! All I do is chill. You don't wanna cause a problem, I'll solve it, Bob Ross. Good gosh. All I do is win, win. Don't mess with the king, for real, Bob Ross. <laughs> Your girl eat me up like Chex true Watch me all the time like Netflix, Bob Ross. Let me take it down slow. Let me break it down. low, holla, holla. I done come up from the basement on a struggle from the pavement. Came up high feel Jamaican till my eyes were to the just human shout out puerto rican french and Haitian. i just said everybody played up something they're racist hating someone for a reason they ain't so disgraceful i be painting birds and clouds like i don't see the yeah, shit y'all saying please embrace me in your two calls when i need time for some occasions y'all yeah, take it double up like i invested all my savings bob ross you'll never see me tripping got the vision i don't even need assistance bob ross a problem i'll solve it bob ross all i do is win, win. Yeah. don't mess with the king for real bob ross yeah i used
0: to be a savage uh-huh. you don't want to see me panic you... good golly what a, a ridiculous ridiculous banger that is where's our guest then where's our guest look there he is there he is look at that beautiful face ah, my man hey yo Oh yeah, I'm gonna bless you with the Bob Ross type beat in the background. There you go. Uh, that, that tune is fire. You could put that out today and it would seem entirely correct. I would say, how you doing Anomaly?
2: Life is good man, I love the musical
0: intros, it's a vibe. Yeah, you got to have musical intros. I find it weird, I have like, I find it difficult talking these days without like a bit of music underneath. It feels strange. I got so used to doing these streams where I'm constantly playing music all the time. And then, uh, you can do that when you want to collect your thoughts, you know? You go, (laughs) and there's no dead air, you know what I mean? Yeah, is that you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this your beat? Uh Uh-huh. This this is a beat called Bob Ross type beat from one of my Christmas albums. And I thought of you when I made it. Because you've managed to link yourself with Bob Ross in my mind, which is pretty smart. I love this. Mm. There you go. Anyway, how you doing, you bad man?
2: Life is good. Life is good. It's good to God have on. is
0: great. Did you get any any uh, any rows on the internet since I spoke to you this afternoon when we did our sound check? And I said, don't get any rows? I, no, to. I don't
2: think I argue with anybody. I had a I had a stream with a guest on, so I've been good today. I've been productive. Went to the gym. <laughs> yeah, no no fights, not nothing. Good. I'm proud of you.
0: What'd you do in the
2: gym? It <laughs> worked out extra hard because there was a cutie in there, so I had to give it some extra reps, you know what I'm saying? Like wow, really? Couldn't give up, couldn't give up. Yeah, oh, really? I, had to, I had to do four reps instead of three, but Did a little bit notice? of everything.
0: Did she notice?
2: I mean, she started looking, and I was like, ah, you know, that's so when you, you start making more noise now. I'm, just kidding. I'm kidding, I'm not that guy. I'm not like, ah,
0: ah, <laughs> ah. Dude,
2: chill. calm down, bro. It's 10 pounds. She's like, oh, my bad. I was, I was in the zone.
0: <laughs> I am that guy. <laughs> But I do like stupid crossFit workouts and go super super ridiculously hard so i just That's be making the, all the noise in the world because I pretty much vacated my, my body by that point. You know that thing you know that I thing? do
2: I dude I let it fly when you're on the when you're on the DJs the ones and twos mm. that, my body it just mm. starts you know what I'm saying
0: I would see this is the thing so for those that don't know which is you lot uh, anomaly and I don't just speak to each other occasionally in little square boxes on the internet. Like we, we did connect in real life many, many years back. Uh, because uh, Anomaly used to come to this club that I DJ'd at called No Vacancy in Hollywood, and uh, you always knew he was there because you'd hear the chandelier rattling as his head bumped into it, you know. It was just true. You mostly hung yeah. out at the bar, right? But then, then you some certain musical activities would summon you to the dance floor, and I would just see you appearing above the heads of all the others, but a could like two and a half foot (laughs) banging into the uh, chandelier as you did your John Travolta type situation.
2: (laughs) Well, I went to No Vacancy a lot because it was only a couple minutes away, so I'd take a quick Uber or I'd walk there. Uh, (laughs) I had a friend who worked the door, so they got me in for free. I got free drinks. Mm -hmm. And Akira's my favorite DJ of all time. No joke, as far as like... yeah, like he'd play rap bangers. He'd play Jackson five, like one of my favorite songs of all times, Jackson five. I want you back. You'd play that all the time. And it was just a win-win. I drink for free. I got in quickly. The, they got the best DJ in the world. Mm. And, uh, you know, I'd, I'd bangle. I'd talk to my friends and stuff, but I was in a good headspace, especially those years. Like I was at peace with myself. And I feel like when I was younger, I'd want to, like, say I'd be dancing, you'd be, like, looking for girls, or like, oh, I want to dance with her, and when Akira's on the floor, for those times I was just like, you know, if people want to dance with me, they could dance, if not, but I was so in the zone that like I wasn't outside of the present moment like, what do they think, or what does she think, or should I look at her, like, I would literally just go and dance not caring what anyone felt like and just, I'd dance for 30 minutes, 40 minutes, I'd always make my way to the dance floor, because there's nothing like just letting loose to good music and i'm not even just saying this like akira's got the best mix like it's not just one genre he hits everything i want to hear like every rap song i want to hear like throwbacks from the 70s that no one else will play it was the best those moments cannot be replicated and covid killed them but you know yeah it was what it was it's so true (laughs) the
0: last i remember my last night at no vacancy it was a saturday i think you were there it was a saturday night and uh a few of us, at the, the steps at the end, were like, we might not be back next week, huh? And we weren't back next week. And that was that. And I never went back. And it's, it's one of those things. You have these moments in life and, you know, these things that you're enjoying. You, never, you don't know it's the last time when it's happening. You don't know it's the last time ever when it's happening, right? With whatever the peak glorious moment is. I always think about this, like the last time you, you know, one time it's going to be the last time you make love. Will you know that? at the time when i was djing that last set in los angeles i didn't know it was my last set ever in los angeles you know what i mean i didn't know that thing that we built up over years of like building that night and kind of that crowd of people who used to come down and all everything that went into that all the people who worked in there the relationships we had you know all our friends we didn't know i'd never see a bunch of those people again or since yeah anyway. i
2: was It was a great place because it was it was hard to get in because they didn't have a straight line. They made you like go in a circle, and then some guy would just pick like the hot girls and like not you if you didn't know somebody. And you'd wait there for an hour and like people would pass you because it it wasn't a straight line. It was literally you go in a circle around like a cage, and he's just like you. It it never made you feel like if you didn't know somebody or like they just never pick you and you feel like you're like in kindergarten on the kickball team like why are they not picking me so i knew people there i got free drinks and like uh it was nice because you never knew how long you had to wait but when that guy saw me he'd be like all right let you in the side door or whatever then i'd get free drinks and i feel like there's a lot of places people try to get you to go out there where it's like come here come here and i determined in my head i'm like i get free drinks i get it easily it's a really cool place the vibe is great akira's on the thing my friend like I just would go there too. I think I went there like a hundred times because I was like, you can't convince me that anything's better than this right now. You know, I don't Mm -hmm. care where you're at. Not only is it free for me, but like (laughs) I like the crowd. Like I'd go to other bars and it wouldn't be as cool. Like the music wouldn't be as good. The people wouldn't be as chill. Something about that. Like I never had a bad time and there was never like a weird interaction in No Vacancy. Like sometimes someone bobsled on you. What are you doing here, bro? Like something about that place is just like magical. And I knew it. At the, I didn't know it would be the last time, but I knew that. No matter how much pressure, I had to go. Let's go downtown, or no? Nah, I live three minutes from this place. I'm not going anywhere but here. Yeah, and I'd go there probably twice, twice a week. You know, Saturday, Sunday, Friday. Because I just, I don't want to go 30 minutes away to some smelly bar that's not as cool, and I gotta pay. Nah, I was, I was in the zone with with Akira the Don, 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 Don.
0: Akira. Where do you go now? Do you go anywhere now? You know, you left LA right, and you went to um, Orange County. Is that right? yeah yeah
2: i don't go out that much out here anymore honestly i just i did a like three-legged three-legged dog now three-legged tour like uh with a band so i went to vegas i got my thrills out there i drank but I, that? now i'm like that was like a week ago
0: oh yeah okay cool so you just got back off tour i've seen some footage you've been out uh with a band you're you're rapping on one of the songs or something right
2: yeah we have a collab
0: and, yeah. yeah how's that been
2: it's been cool man uh it's the band trapped and their big song is headstrong like a lot of people have heard that one and he had emailed me four or five years ago and just said hey i'm chris i'm the lead singer you know i'm conservative and it's weird because nowadays (laughs) dude. nowadays i wouldn't believe it was it was like a gmail account i'm like i was i would be like no that's not that person like it could be anybody but for whatever reason i believed it was him and i didn't fact check or cross check and it was him So he's like, we just hung out. He wanted to talk about politics. And I said, I I rap. And and I, you know, I know that I know I'm a good rapper. I believe in myself. But I know a lot of people just look at me like a news analyst. And they're like, oh, he can't do that. So Chris always like, he heard it. And he was like, no, this is fire. Like, let's do a song. And he was about it. He sent me a beat. I was playing this game Rocket League. I wrote all three verses while playing Rocket League. Next day, recorded it, laid it down. And then it was like, whenever I'm on tour, like, if you want to show up, we can do that song. So I... Got to do it at a, a few festivals, um, at Sturgis 2020. That's my favorite show ever because the whole country was locked down and the only thing open was Sturgis. And they're like, the motorcyclists are going to kill everybody in South Dakota. No bands wanted to do the show because they're all afraid of, uh, COVID. And you know, we <laughs> said yes and smash, smash mouth said yes. So it was us. And like I was, I was out with like Hell's Angels just getting lit while everyone was inside. That was, that was a special moment for sure
0: oh man so it has been great
2: man it's been super fun and yeah so you, life is good
0: well you so that, here's the thing and you kind of summed it up a bit there most people these days know of you uh for being uh right about a lot of things on x <laughs> and, uh,
2: or wrong depending <laughs> on your perception
0: <laughs> Now you've been pretty you've got you've got a good check record and you have receipts and you keep them i'm assuming you've got a very a folder with screenshots <laughs> with which you dish out, but uh, you were primarily focused on rapping. Uh, as we said, you started your YouTube channel in two thousand nine, right? And you were you were dropping mixtapes and you were uploading videos to that. Um, there's articles about you from from around that period, and you're uh, in the record deal shopping stage of a young man's rap career and all that sort of thing, right? And you 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 were obviously very competent in that domain. It's not like sort of wishy-washy stuff. If you go listen to those really early records, you're very, very uh, skilled. Uh, and this Thank is you. in the sort of rapping that, reco- you know, back when rapping demanded a, a level of skill uh, as opposed to, I would say as opposed to, because uh, swag is very important and confidence is very important. You know what I mean? But you could add a bag bigger a bigger a out the a of out of all of them, right? <laughs> and uh, you know you're on that thing and then at some point you start commenting on the news in the context of, of a rap channel uh, uh, why
2: I always rapped about things that I thought mattered like I was never yeah. rapping about like girls and clothes like they, they tried to tell me at labels to rap about women and like weed and like other stuff and I was like how did those I hated, conversations
0: I, go because I, I um, have some and people always think you're making that shit up. They're like, "No one actually no, says it that." No, it really
2: happened. I'm trying to think of how exactly it happened, but it was like I, I got invited to uh, one of the labels. So Jam Master Jay from Run DMC, That's his shit. sons were were a huge fan yeah. of mine. Like he's got two sons, and th- like I went to a party in New York City, invited me to one time when I was like 20, and he knew all my lyrics from those like YouTube freestyles, what? and he's like, "Bro, I'm a big fan." And then the other brothers like, "Yo, come out to Queens and record." And I went out to Jamaica Queens and recorded at his like apartment. And then he he said, "I saw this label guy that knows my dad. Like, I don't know, maybe it was Sony, but I don't want to like falsely quote it. I don't remember." Um, and he's like, "They want you to like to have a meeting." So I got the meeting because Jam Master Jay's kids were fans of my like freestyles and, and raps. And wow. um, I don't, I guess they were they were suspicious of me because everything was, like, bootleg. You know, like, I never had a good mic. I never really recorded a real record with, like, real... It was always just, like, let me show my skill to the world, but I don't have the equipment. So they were like, can you do this? And instead of being like, can you do this... And it wasn't the Suns, by the way. It was just, like, whoever they hooked me up with. They were like, why don't you do it this way? Why don't you wear... I think they told me to wear Abercrombie one time, and I was like, you'll get me beat up in the hood. Like, (laughs) I don't wear Abercrombie. I wear, like, band T-shirts, you know? Like So... Yeah, it went like that. And then I remember one time, I'll never forget the one guy that was from like, um, I want to say he was from Brooklyn. He was kind of talking to me like I was just like every white kid ever, like, where Abercrombie, do this, do that. And then I saw him a second time and he, he was like shocked and he goes, dude, I mentioned you to the kids at the school I work at and, uh, they know who you are. Like the kids in Brooklyn know you already from YouTube. And I was like, that's crazy. But it was almost like he was shocked because he was like, oh, you're not just some white kid. Like they like actually like black kids know you. Like that, that's like the vibe I got. And I was like, yeah, I'm not. I'm no slouch, bro. Like, I, you know, I didn't know they knew me, but I'm not. I don't know. I'm not a puppet. So it never worked out for whatever reason. I was pretty stubborn with um percentages. I, like I could do math and <laughs> anything that I didn't want to do. I said no. And they don't like no's, you know? So and, like it's almost like they never even wanted to negotiate. And the funny thing is, Akira, it's the same way to this day. Like I have a billion views. I have millions of followers, even with like m- media companies. They p- pitch me an offer. I like try to negotiate and then they're just like, never mind. Like, no, one, like it's like if you don't do this, then we don't want you. And it's like, OK, but even with all this leverage I have now, it just doesn't matter for whatever reason. But uh, they must not want me that bad, I guess. <laughs>
0: that's kind of that's interesting. But, like, that didn't even slightly answer the question. Why did you start talking? Like, as in, yeah, you uh, were interested in stuff, and, yeah, you <laughs> were rapping about things that were real and stuff that was going oh, on yeah. in the world and shit you cared about. But making the pivot from, from rapping about that stuff to talking about it and then really going into that. Because um, I remember when you appeared in this, well, as far as I was able to see in sort of the mid, uh, like, 2014, 2015 or something like that. Like a long-haired rapping guy, also talking about the news, the news from a non, typically sort of leftoid position, appeared, and um, and that was a rare thing, that was a, an anomaly at that point. You know what I mean?
2: Right. Okay, I'll answer the question this time. So yeah, I guess like I always, I always rapped about messages that weren't nothing. So fast forward. My buddy, his name is Prince EA, actually. Uh-huh. He was a rapper, but he turned spoken word poet. And he, like, blew up on Facebook with, like, 100 million views doing spoken word poetry. Oh, wow. And then I was like, because I was a poet before I was a rapper, so he kind of inspired me. I was like, oh, let me try poetry. Mm. And it's like I slowly went from, like, rapping, then poetry, and then just speaking. <laughs> I just saw people talking. Like, it was like an event would happen, and someone would say something. And I was like, you know what? I want to say something. Like, kind of happened randomly. And then 2016 it was more from like an activism perspective. I felt like Hillary Clinton was like stealing it from Bernie Sanders, you know? And like, I, I just felt like they didn't care what people thought. And I was like, oh, I have too much time on my hands. I work on the computer. I'm going to speak out. And then it just kind of progressed from there. But yeah, it wasn't like a, I didn't have like this like business moment where I'm like, let me do like vlogging. It was just, it just worked one time. Like I just said something and, and it worked better than all my other stuff. And I was like, Oh, well, that only took five minutes to record. You know, that's not that hard to do.
0: <laughs> I remember at the time people saying and, um, that what was going on and, and nicking it from, from Bernie was going to create a generation of uh, people who knew what the fuck had happened. And that was a stupid thing, thing for them to do on that level, because it was going to create a generation of people who saw what had happened and would not forget. And out of those people would rise noisy people, who would then become a problem for uh, for the the machine. And uh, I guess you're one of them. You're one of that uh, that predicted. What is the word? It's not a prediction. When you have scrolls and shit, you know what I mean. Anyway, you were prophesized. You were the, the prophes <laughs> a prophesized being.
2: I I gotta hand it to the elites though. I feel like they did a pretty good job to put the, you know, to put the rabbit back in the hat Mm -hmm. where like for every person that figured it out, I think they're, they're really good at like subplots and subplots and like Marvel movie like plots. You know, they're so good at like, he's the hero and she's the villain. And then like to the other side, they run to the other side and they go, they flip it and they're like, you see that hero that they think is the hero? That's the villain. Mm -hmm. And then the villain's the hero. And then it's like, fight you know mortal combat style and like i would say most people fight. can't figure it out Fight, <laughs> fight. Yeah, exactly exactly yeah so it's they've really done weird. a good job i think i yeah.
0: remember like in the no vacancy period like we had homies who were um really they'd really bought into that uh the q movie you know what i mean i know i knew a whole bunch of people who were really into that q movie and they really like that story, you know, and they really like that. Oh, remember all that shit? It was like, remember that week? It was like, oh, they're going to turn the internet off. And when they turn it back on again, all of the baddies will be being paraded down the street. Like, heads on spikes and shit. And da-da-da-da-da. Right. All that plan trusting, you guys ain't got to do shit. There's, there's goody-goodies and they're going to fix everything for you, tight joints. And we had homies who really believed in that shit, you know? And you it- try to tell people, like, this is... I remember, like, like yeah, they you know what i mean like maybe you trusting the plan and not doing anything is exactly what they would want you know what i mean right and you i never bought it yeah I, well, I remember. And i remember i remember you said yeah. certain people that we was friends with and shit uh and get people would, would get really upset with you for fucking with their dream
2: yeah i remember the first person who told me like in la and i it just it never registered to me and i always thought what you're saying and it's interesting psychology. So like say with a blackout, this is how it operates. They'll say there's going to be a black turn to light or blackout. And, and then like they'd come up with like, all right, the internet's going to go out or, or it's going to turn back on. The pedophiles are going to be arrested. But then you got to think with blackout, blackouts do actually happen all the time. So like there will eventually be a blackout somewhere, whether it's in, you know, North New York or, or Texas or like a school. So then when it happens, then they take credit for that and say, see, It happened. It's kind of like there's this thing. If you search COVID Mm. and cases, COVID cases, any number, you could find an article for every number. 11, 141, 242, 345, 749, 1, Mm. 11, 59. Like there's cases in India, in Colorado, in North Dakota, because it's like an algorithm thing where they were reporting the cases every state, every county, every country. And there's millions of articles about it. So you can literally find every number. It's like you know that's kind of like with the Q. It's like they'll say something generic and and it will happen. Something will happen along those lines, but it doesn't necessarily mean that everything's true. And I mean, the sad part is they all thought the the lockdown and the martial law was going to be when all the bad people got arrested. And a lot of those people got lured to January 6th, and they got arrested. I was you know, it's like that.
0: I saw yeah, one of those I remember one of the very vocal Q people on Twitter who was right up until the last second trust the plan don't do it just trust the plan uh, is now in jail um, damn what's his name Pat Steadman or something like that he's like a dating coach or something who turned really big Q guy he's very very plan trusty and uh, then he got suckered into that January um, that Alan Watts my son's birthday honey trap and is in jail and he got kids and shit it's just so sad
2: I mean, it's the ultimate, like, tragedy because they thought that martial law, and they said, I have, like, debates from 2019 debating with these guys. I'm like, you're not wrong about, not that guy, but another one. I'm like, you're not wrong about all this stuff. Like, some conspiracies are obviously true, but, like, you think martial law is good? Because to me, martial law is bad. That means, like, government tyranny. Mm -hmm. So then when the lockdown happened, they all thought it was the moment they'd been waiting for, and they bought so deep into the Trump Cute thing like i mean think about that they told everyone for four years that the pedophiles were going to get locked up and then they're in prison like mm. and a lot of them still don't realize it it's really sad actually it's like it's as crazy as like things on the left that everyone talks about all the time and now you have like a father who's probably a, i'm i don't remember that guy exactly but i'm sure he's a really nice guy Who like the loveliest all, guy on right? earth
0: it seems right like the absolute loveliest guy on earth it's really it's really sad
2: it is that's terrible uh, sucks
0: but, like, you know, I mean, you just said it there. I remember, um, I remember in the early days, like pre YouTube, um, sort of 2000, just after 9 11 type thing, when Alex Jones was doing his thing and he was putting out all these documentaries and all that sort of thing. And at that point, the conspiracy culture was, uh, very, uh, very worried about martial law. Like, really, it was like their number one thing. They're gonna martial law, they're gonna do a martial law. They were very, very vigilant about martial law, and it was the ultimate thing to be, to kind of. Be vigilant against martial law, and with that whole Q.E. thing, they got all that crowd of people, or a, a great deal of them, and certainly that kind of mimetic energy, demanding martial law, like begging for martial law. Right. It was pretty powerful. No,
2: it uh, it flipped like it flipped the whole conspiracy on its head. It's like instead of martial law being bad, I mean. I have here, Bill Cooper wrote a book called Behold a Pale Horse, where he was talking Mm. about executive orders that made martial law illegal. And like every conspiracy theorist would be like, they're going to use it against the American people. It's not, no one thought it was good until Q told them it was good. So Mm. it was never hard for me to see the psyop. It's like you mix 80% truth. Like if I say, Akira, you know, your hair is, you know, stunning. You know, it's your hair's blonde. Mm. You know, you're a great DJ. You're Mm. a great friend. Now let's go jump off a bridge. You know, and like it's mm. like that's like the logic of it where they like mix it in with like flattery, they mix it in with like you're awesome, you're you're, so you're a patriot. You're so and then the last like call to action is like now no go to an event. Oh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. I like,
0: it was zero action. Don't do nothing, don't do nothing, don't do nothing, don't do nothing. Now come to the capital. And uh and yeah, and with they're still paying for that shit. God bless.
2: But people are they're still Probably like more support than there ever was. Like a lot of, I noticed a lot of, I call them MAGA moms. A lot of MAGA moms like QAnon. Cause mm. it's like a Scooby Doo mystery. It's the same reason like women like to, they love to watch like murder documentaries and like get into the mind of like, you know, it's mm. like they're Scooby Doo. They're trying to solve the crime. That's like Q. It tells them that it gives them like one of those little like eye things and it's like, come on, Patriots, you're on my team. And they're like, I, I, captain you know looking through the, the microscope right?
0: like my grandma used to stay up till like 4 in the morning reading these magazines and if I, I'd look into what is in these magazines and it's all like serial killers and someone like four children being buried in gardens and put in walls you know what I mean it's like really gross stuff and my mom would stay up till like all night reading those things Ooh, you know what I mean she loved love that stuff
2: yeah and I, I don't I'm not a fan of it but there's something there that there's, they like I think yeah, it is yeah. the mystery of it yeah
0: yeah and uh and the sort of savage brutality that exists in potential, right? That it's was that it's been in an evolutionary biological sort of level, like they'd have been looking out for in, all, in the tribes for thousands and thousands of years. They'd have been keeping an eye out for that sort of thing because that sort of thing was, you know, a real danger. As a lot of right. what's happened is that local concerns have gone into sort of global, right? A lot of the sort of gossip and... Uh, like drama culture that the internet thrives off is the sort of shit that previously you'd have been talking with a neighbor over a garden wall with or something like that right and you know some drama about the local vicar or something like that and it's just that same sort of thing as going macro
2: yeah and i mean it's twitter is a place where you could like fire off all your thoughts but you know it's not really healthy to do so like even with me it's like i'm not even if I'm right, it's like, what's the point? Why am I saying this? Why you am I on 12 questions. o'clock?
0: I noticed that these days you ask a lot of questions. You don't necessarily make proclamations. You'll ask a question and allow people to figure it out.
2: De- it definitely works better in some ways. Like, And also, as somebody that wants to like retain information, it's like, I already know what I know. So you ask a question. You not only learn, but it leaves it up to interpretation. You know there's a there's some accounts now that they're purposely saying the wrong thing so it gets community noted and the community notes say the right thing like if it's too edgy to yeah, say they'll <laughs> say the wrong thing and then the community notes like no it's not those people it's those people and it's <laughs> like that's a hilarious like like uh i would say yeah that was the edgy
0: t- tunnel tunnel gate or whatever it will be no one as eventually there was a lot of that sort of thing going on
2: People naming like other, other, uh, like religions and then, and then like the community notes reframes it. Mm. But yeah, the questions, it's, it's not even just like an engagement. Some people are like, Oh, you're just doing it for money. It's like, no, when you you make like these broad statements, like a lot of times people will hate you for it. And I'm not afraid to say what I think, but you know, how many times do I have to say the same thing? What's the point? Like, what am I getting out of this? So I, I do like to ask questions and, See what other people think. smart. Uh...
0: people think about it. If, like if you're just like, this is what stuff is. There's a couple of things that work in that world, and one of them is making grand pro- proclamations like that works. People kind of like that to a degree. People like being told the truth of things. Some people will argue with it, but that will work. But if you ask someone a question, they got to think about it, and then you know that switches on a part of their brain that otherwise would not be switched on. It's also very sticky. I noticed Mark Cernovich occasionally decides that he's going to sort of point people in my direction. And he doesn't go, go listen to Akira the Dawn, he's great. He goes, have you heard of Akira the Dawn? Or, who's this Akira the Dawn guy I've heard about? Or what have you. Right. It's like a smart way of maneuvering things.
2: Yeah, Cernovich is an interesting Twitter user because I find that, like, He's definitely playing games like that people don't know he's playing. Like with that, like there's a reason he's doing it. Sometimes I'll see him take like this one stance like aggressively for three weeks and like just talk trash to anybody who questions it. And then he'll kind of flip like a week later and do the other side and talk shit to the other side. Like I feel like he's probably running some sort of experiment, you know, that's not like it's, you know, he's up to something for sure. It's, it's, it's definitely an interesting, um, strategy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he is. But
0: there's, you know, there's not that many people still standing from that sort of 2016 class. You know what I mean? Like uh, people often talk about, you know, Alex Jones being the canary in the coal mine of the whole council thing. But there was obviously Milo before him. Um, mm. There was a lot. Mm-hmm. Of, there was actually a lot of people. There's basically, if you look back at that 2013-2016 period, where this what we now what's now become normie mainstream. Uh, was being birthed in the underground of the the internet. Not a lot right. of those people remain. You know, that's true. Sarnovich remains. Yeah. You remain.
2: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, at least even with everything I do, I try to I, like. There's certain. L- let me use like the Island Boys as, as an example. Like <laughs> that, you know. That, <laughs> You know, they, they, uh, and I have nothing against these guys. I thought they were funny at first and I, I thought it was a cool freestyle. Honestly, like just it was vibey. I like, thought they were great. Kind
0: of, so they started tonguing each other and set up an early it's, fans. It's so like, what the... Wow. Ex- exactly <laughs> what I was
2: going to say. We're like, you know, I'd never hated on them. I thought they were interesting, but they became the most famous people in the world. Right. Mm-hmm. But then two couple years later, like they're, they're like making out with each other for money or whatever. So <laughs> it's like that just shows like the up and down of like, are you timeless? You know, and like I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah what they made wasn't and, and they like spiraled. And there's a lot of examples of that. So like, for me, I'm, I'm always trying to be honest with myself. Like I've made mistakes, but like, if it's not a mistake, I'm not going to apologize and I'm not going to be fake. And if I'm right, then I'm hoping it'll pay off. But if, even if it doesn't, I don't care. Cause I'd rather be right than be a liar. So I think a lot of people come and go. A lot of people are interchangeable. There's a lot of gimmicks. There's a lot of, um, you know, adversity in the world and, You know, some people just kind of fell off the map for one reason or another. So I'm I'm grateful to be here. And I think it's like it's harder and harder to kind of stay above the stay above the float, because even though I have a lot of followers and stuff, I don't have any like major corporate backing. And what I'm noticing is like and I'm not playing the victim because I'm fine. (laughs) But say like I had a problem on Facebook, they're not going to answer me. But like if I worked with Daily Wire or Fox News, like they have plugs there, they run ads there like they're they're more in the. No, like I, I've never gotten. It's been a while since I've gotten a response from like anybody. So, <laughs> there, there is a pro and a con to being independent. But when you, when you have like a team, you could make more content. You can, you know, focus on what you do and have. It, there's nothing necessarily wrong with that. But it's, yeah, I, I have to work really hard to
0: stay afloat for sure. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about that. Shouts out to not your problem. Thank you for the super chat. it Says interesting format. Thanks. I think. I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my wife was like how does he make money I was like well I'm pretty sure he has the he does live streams on Instagram and you can give him five bucks or something I think he does that it's uh, not
2: yeah the Instagram is not uh, is not where I do it so I mean I like I do but that I think I got like a hundred dollars on Instagram or something yeah, last month so and it was through subscriptions but it's a combination of everything Facebook yeah. YouTube Patreon um, my shop instagram a little bit but not really um you know there's your shop i would say dream dreamrare.com dream
0: com. yeah
2: but facebook's been my big money maker because i have 1.6 million people i've had a bi- a billion views essentially and uh, they they pay pretty well as long as you're monetized and not being
0: i feel like they, you know. they ban you every other week or something i've
2: like, been good for the last year or so but during COVID? i remember
0: there was a period where you would constantly write like, raging about facebook
2: Oh, it was COVID. I am I could almost guarantee you, like, if they did... You know how Elon released all the emails when he bought it and he showed, like, everything they were doing? Uh And, like, they're like, oh, my God, they were shadow betting. Like, I guarantee I'm in the Facebook emails. I guarantee they've taken down Bill Gates' videos, either at the request of him or at the request of somebody. I'm almost positive, like, the government has probably asked to take down some of my videos because I'm... It's one of the biggest Facebook users. I was getting, like, 8 million views a video during COVID, and they would Mm -hmm. delete it, demonetize it, you know, suspend me from live streaming. I had 16,000 live viewers. Like, you know, I'm almost, I wish that the Facebook, there was transparency there. Cause I, it would actually be creepy, honestly. Cause I, I know for a fact that it was like, yeah. And, and nothing I said was wrong. And I was always like tactful about it. But, um, yeah, it was, that was a crazy moment. Now they've kind of like laid off a little bit. I think it's due to competition of social media and also business models like how what are you gonna ban 50 percent of your user base like the boomers spend a lot of money you don't want to you know you don't want to rub the boomers too hard
0: yeah i always wondered about that i think it was like obviously there was a lot of um a chilling effect attempts but they can't put everybody in in internet joe they have no users and, right uh, yeah and then you know then uh elon came along and and did what he did to twitter and uh that's people are somewhat emboldened again i feel do you feel i don't spend much time on like facebook or any of those sorts of places do you feel that the emboldenment which has clearly occurred on what is now x people are definitely feeling a lot braver people are a lot more likely to say what they think right now than a year or so ago uh have you felt that move over anywhere else or is that just x specific
2: no i I see it on instagram i see a lot of like phony people getting ratioed constantly that i always thought were phony but nobody like knew it it seems like everybody knows now you know that like it seems like a lot more people know i think facebook boomers were always crazy they were always talking shit but like you know like just like screw you bob you know you voted for trump scumbag you know oh you voted for hillary you lived hard like they've always been talking trash to each other in a weird way but Facebook, it's a lot of like, it's worldly. Like I, uh, my third biggest city is like Australia. And I, I comment about it. I got like hundreds of, so Facebook is huge still. Um, Mm -hmm. but Instagram, I do see the comments. People are getting bold. Um, you know, if someone called you a racist five years ago, it's like, Oh my gosh, that's like great. Like now I'm still not, I'm just saying like, I, like I hear that word and it's like, do they really mean it or do they not mean it? So I think the games that they were playing to socially manipulate people and control them they don't work anymore and um it it backfired or at least like that era is done and people are definitely bolder and braver but it doesn't necessarily translate to awakenness because i do think political paradigms have people like really scrambled
0: Hmm. as in what the whole team aspect
2: yeah, I think Trump, like, not to blame Trump, because I don't think it's, like, him, but the reaction to Trump is, has, has like, drove, like, the country crazy, where, like, the left, they used to care about, like, uh money in politics and lobbying money. Now they don't care. They complain about everything about Trump except for his lobbying money, and they don't care that Democrats get lobbying money, so they just hate, a lot of people just hate Trump, and a lot of people, like, love Trump. I made a joke on my show today. I said there's some there's probably like millions of Republican men that would like take a straw out and drink the puddle water off of like a puddle that he stepped in, you know, before they would ever like think twice about it like him where it's like they love him in the same emotional way that the left hates him. And it's kind of create this like Marvel movie where it's like, no one's talking about the Federal Reserve. No one's talking about the bipartisan issues that they all do. No one's talking about the lobbying money. It's like the revenge of the Trump five, Alvin Bragg arrest. And the left's like, He needs to go to prison. And the left goes, oh, yeah, not over my dead body. Is he going to be in prison? And, and like, I feel like the bankers are just up there like, (laughs) like, they don't care, like, what people think because they're talking about... (laughs) Yeah, like, they're just talking about that. You know, it's like... That's what I feel like people don't understand is perception, perspective, like, self-awareness. It's... They... Both sides lack self-awareness and they just are competing in an arena that's been created for them to compete
0: in. Uh, you talk about this a lot. And I kind of alluded to this um, in the description of this broadcast. Uh, you're, you're very good at upsetting both sides, which used to be like a normal thing to do. I remember, you uh, remember Sage Francis? Yes, you would know Sage Francis, I'm sure. Yeah, He had that line, I'm not left wing or right wing, I'm the middle finger right Mm. which i think about a lot, because now these days he's fully just gone into that paradigm of who the goodies and the baddies are and this that and the other um but it used to be i don't like that used to be the sort of uh underground mode mode it wasn't we're not on that team or that team uh we remember it was like built like alex jones in a previous incarnation bill hicks used to talk about the whole puppet nature of things and around the time the whole skull and bones thing occurred when you had those two candidates who went to the same school and it it seems to have become quite clear to a lot of people that the game was somewhat rigged and to uh to play in that game would just strengthen that game so and it felt like right. we got to this tipping point but then along came the trump thing and reignite not didn't just reignite i think it kind of it, well it created that marvel paradigm of which you speak was an exagger- which is an intense exaggeration of what had been there previously
2: yeah i think there's a lot of deception like say when george bush was in office they used pro americanisms like america and you you hate you hate america if you don't like the war you know like you don't want revenge And people fell for that for eight years. And people like the Dixie Chicks, who I don't agree with their politics now, they were kind of right. They were like George Bush, like the wars, no. And everybody disowned them and said they hated America. And then uh, Obama won, and there was kind of like this undertone of like, well, you're kind of like racist if you don't like Obama. You know, like, what do you want, a white guy? Like, you know, Obama was kind of like playing basketball, and then it's like they always there's a quote i saw i don't know if albert pike really said this but there's a quote that they attribute to him that says you know when the people need a hero give them a hero so it's like all right the left needs a hero here's obama eight years people realize he's not it they give you uh trump you know this like right-wing guy and like you know he was very believable because trump was probably the most authentic i've ever seen and like he'd call certain things out he wouldn't play certain games and he really did a good job to like make the appearance seem like he was the outsider crushing the establishment but then after the lockdowns and the operation warp speed you kind of look back on it all and i look at his cabinet and it's like dude i can't name two good people he hired every like he, he complains about mitch mcconnell's wife right he calls her like coco chow or whatever he hired her for secretary of transportation for four years he hired bankers to run the federal reserve he hired pharmacy lobbyists to run hhs and fda he hired a former CIA director to run Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo. His whole cabinet, I mean, he hired an FBI director that's still there to this day because uh Biden doesn't need to change him because it's like a, just a guy. So it's like he really didn't do what everyone thought he did. But now there's like the arrest and this and that. And the left and the right this have lost their mind. This time will be
0: different, right? This time.
2: This time will be different. Yeah. It wasn't me. It was my advisors. Like re- just recently, um, there wasn't Amy any war, Cohen-
0: though. There wasn't any war yeah externally Uh, uh, but internally they kind of this is a good point so at the level of which i'd known my entire life we've known historically there weren't those constant foreign wars but there was it it was in the dune record we did recently Well, it's in the dune books like when a government runs out of external enemies it turns on its own people
2: right and there's not a lot of people saying that but that's how i see it like i am grateful that he didn't start any new wars and i did like him like getting along with kim jong-un i thought that was cool uh, I liked him not, you know, like just I mean, him. He's with, deeply like,
0: entertaining is the problem. He's like deeply, deeply funny. i have like, there's never been a funnier president.
2: Right. Right. Yeah, he's hilarious. But it is like, what, what I've realized is that it is like a comedy routine where like, I, here's, here's mm. the thing I noticed. He called Chris Christie fat in mm. 2015, right? He's like, he's fat. He's disgusting. He's a fat boy. And you're like, ha ha. Like it's kind of funny. And then he, you realize that he hired his FBI director because Chris Christie told him to. So he said on like Sean Hannity, he said, you know, he's like, I hired Christopher Ray because Chris Christie told me to. And he's like, I listen to Chris Christie a lot. There's nothing wrong with that. So I'm like, okay. so now I have the data points that he makes fun of Chris Christie four years ago. He hires a guy because Chris Christie told him to. He plays the victim of the guy that he hired because Chris Christie told him to. Then he goes on campaign and calls him fat again. And everyone just goes, ha ha ha, he's fat. But they're not realizing that it's just a comedy routine and he doesn't he actually like works with the guy. So like to, um, to and the same way that the right is stubborn about that, like some someone like Sage Francis, like we probably agree on a lot. But I don't, I don't know. Does he like hate Trump a lot or something? He's oh, like yeah, liberal course. now.
0: Yeah, of course, of course. He's like, yeah, that's the worst. I, yeah, that whole thing.
2: I think when you're, I mean, not to make like racial excuses, but when you're like white and rap, you have this like extra like, yo, I better like not seem racist or I better like be with my boys. You know, (laughs) like I see a lot of like white rappers like just have, they they have to like overcompensate because they're in a mostly black arena. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Where they're trying to get like street cred. So it's like. Like Macklemore is like, I love gay people. I'm not gay, but I love them. But I love gays. But I'm not gay. But if I were gay, I'd love me. And you're like, all right, bro. Macklemore that's cool. fucked up,
0: man. <laughs> Macklemore, they gave him a Grammy. He's like, I don't deserve this. Give it. Kendrick yeah. should have cut. Got... Shut, shut the fuck up, you embarrassment. Your ancestors are fucking spinning so hard. They could power an intergalactic warship, you sad piece <laughs> of shit. Because he worked so hard. I remember his come up. Like right. That guy didn't get any shit handed to him. He worked really fucking hard for like a decade plus
2: he he went too into that because like when he won the award it probably should have went to kendrick but like he apologized once and you're like all right whatever and then it was like an apology tour for like three months and you're like all right dude this is pathetic and then it was like whatever next song he put out i think he put out like a white privilege song and then it's just like cringe bro like come on Uh, dude like like you know rip shop was cool even the gay song was cool to some extent as i mean it was just like the i'm saying like the melody The melody of it was like, like the white privilege song was like just even cringier. But the same love, dude. I remember this guy Lord Jamar. He uh-huh. said, "Yo, they're pushing the gay agenda," and yeah, I, I was Vlad, like, right? "Yeah, I'm Vlad. Do you remember yeah, that?" Yeah, and I was I like, at that. the, I'm I actually know Lord Jamar now. He's been on my show. I like him. We're, yeah. I'm not like we're we're not best friends, but we're cool. And uh, I remember thinking like, oh, he's oh, he's exact at the time. You know, I'm in college. I'm like, yeah, he's he's overlooking. And I was like, no, he was totally right. He was just like eight years ahead of the curve. So shout out Lord Jamar. He he said that when no one would say it. He's like, I don't like this song. You know, everyone's like, it's great. He's like, it's not great. <laughs> yeah,
0: I didn't like that song. But uh, yeah, I, I feel bad for that guy. I haven't seen anybody get cucked that hard till I-dubs. Like That whole thing was depressing. I
2: didn't see that. I missed that.
0: Or the Idubs thing. Oh, that's a, that's another area of, of the incident. Do you remember iDubbbz?
2: I've seen the name. I know he's, like, a big streamer, but I'm not familiar with ah, him. Ah,
0: that's interesting. So he, was, there, was a, there was a generation of YouTube people who did, like, super edgy comedy on YouTube when you could. Uh, okay. And you had iDubbs, and you had Ethan, H3H3, uh, H3, and, uh, and um, Joji, who was Filthy Frank at that point, and Max Mofo and all these kind of guys. Um, okay. And there came a period when the writing was very evidently on the wall around 2015, 2016 and they all pivoted. And uh, iDubbs who'd been incredibly edgy and like, saying the N word all over the place and going on about how everyone, anyone should be able to use any word and this, that and the other did a complete 180 and became the very opposite. And he spent his whole time trying to, well, he tried to take down Sam Hyde for brownie points with, these, with the people he was trying to appease on the left and it backfired in his face and made Sam Hyde uh, bigger than he'd been for years. Anyway, it's a, it's a, it's a whole lore thing.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's always kind of cringe when you do a 180 and it's like inauthentic and you're being like a snitch. It's never, you know, it doesn't work well. I, don't, yeah. I think like the universe kind of self-corrects often.
0: It does seem to in that regard. Uh, I want to play your new song because um, it's, it's hard and it also like kind of answers and raises a bunch of questions because I did want to talk about like your origin story. And, um, you know, we've talked about what you have been doing and what have you, but that, like, we haven't gone in deep, deep lore. And this new record is great in that it does a bunch of that stuff within it. So I'm going to put that on. Uh, tell me about this song. Did you produce this song?
2: Ah, uh, no. No, I didn't.
0: Who produced it? Because I swear at the beginning you say something like normally, on the beat or something oh so
2: yeah fun? I don't know I thought did I, I it was like the first beat when I looked on a website and I just <laughs> snatched it one night yeah for, I forget who produced it. I should know though I' yeah,
0: shit that's disgusting i've never done that i've never bought a beat like uh, I did yeah yeah well i I had to teach myself to make beats because you couldn't you didn't used to have to be able to buy beats when i was when I was starting out, and I was in a rap group, and my homie made the beats. And I got tired of waiting for him to make the beats, and he didn't make them like I liked. So I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna have to teach myself to make beats." So I did.
2: I do have a new song where I made the beat. I'm pumped about it because I think it's really sick. But um, you know, I always work with producers, but mm-hmm. at a certain point, I'd be like, "Yo, send me a pack of beats," and like they wouldn't. So I I like, just went and found one, but and I, you know,
0: would they wouldn't? Yeah, like they were
2: they were busy or something. Where fuck I'm like, dude, guy, I want to write, would... I want to write. So I then I, you know, a beat you, know...
0: you might talk about Donald Trump. That would fuck with my my whole shit.
2: No, no, dude, they, even even my friends in, in in L.A. and stuff, they they made that beat. They made the I like Trump beat. Like, they never cared.
0: Oh, I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah, like, they made,
2: that's, that's a made beat for me. That was uh, okay they,
0: then, though. Like, you were allowed to at one point. If you remember, like, you know, he went on Jimmy Kimmel or whatever the fuck, and the guy rubbed his hair. They hadn't decided to go full on, oh, he's actually literally a Nazi at that point. You know, it's kind of weird. That really accelerated after he won. I mean, I have to say,
2: too, like, there's been times where, like, people have said things to me or whatever but my friends are my friends and, and mm-hmm. like if if you can't get over that then then we're not gonna be able to work so I'm not I don't think that people agreed with like the people who made that beat the one of them is like a Bernie progressive still to this day the other one I don't think like Trump but he's apolitical but they knew I was a real one and they weren't gonna <laughs> like ruin a friendship over it. so that like it, there was never like a don't say this or don't do this they're like no that's cool like we get it but like they didn't that's you know that's a great thing though. like they didn't agree. But they didn't freak out over it because they knew I was like uh, an authentic person. I wasn't like, MAGA, what's up, dog? Like, screw the wall. Like, you know, I I was just like, yo, I I like Trump. Like, I don't even know if I told them. I just rapped the lyrics. And they're like, all right, I'm listening to, they're listening to the lyrics in real time. And they're like, oh, that's hard. You know, like they never had, they never had a problem with it. I'm lucky to have, you know, good friends and stuff. And anybody that's not that way, I'll cut them out. Quickly, You know, so they, yeah, they had no problem with it, but they don't like Trump or they
0: didn't well You don't have anymore, either. time is crazy. Uh, this song is called working-class boy I don't think they had class in the USA it turns out they do and this song is about partly about that It's also a little mini biography I'm gonna play it right now Steve. Um, Hey hmm Yeah
1: it's a numb on the beat, dream rare with the heat. See, a num on the beat.
0: I know I was not fucking reason Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's a
0: num on the beat, dream rare with the heat, ain't stopping no defeat. I'm a working class boy, working, working class. Hey, I make some noise. All them wave emojis in the chat. What up, Chris? VBDC. Hey, Dub club in the house. I'm a working class boy, working, working class boy. I ain't grow with a silver spoon, no working class boy. If you
1: see that I ain't in the mood, then I ain't acting coy. Cause I work for everything I have, this car is not a toy. I'm a working class boy, working, working class boy. Really built it off from nothing, so this life I will enjoy. Lots of us, we share this story, sing this chorus out, joy. I won't let nobody stop us, show respect and make some noise. My father was a postal worker, mama, single mom. Everything. I got to work for every day. I'm thanking God. Nothing came to me that easy. Used to fight back on my block. Hated school. So I dropped out. Then went back working on a farm. Girls I grew up with told me that I would never get this far. Moved to LA broke with nothing. Made my business from the cloth. Used to have to take the bus with gang members to go to jobs. Never missed a day of rent or ask for money from my pops. I'm a working class boy. Working, working class boy. I ain't growing up with a silver spoon. or working class boy. If you see that I ain't in the mood. Then I ain't acting coy. Cause I work. For everything I have, this car is not a toy working class boy, working, working class boy, really build it all from nothing, so this life I will enjoy, lots of us who share the story, say this car is out in joy, I won't let nobody stop our struggles, make some noise, I'm a working class citizen, struggle for every dividend, the sun was sizzling, I was in the field with them immigrants, you might think different, but I practiced up on my penmanship, and hope that one day my song and message will reach the world, this your anthem if you hustle for everything that you have, this your anthem if you've ever been down and worked to get back, Looking at me funny like how is he upper class? Cause I build my wealth from nothing, you got it from mom and dad. I'm not hating, I'm just saying, sir, please do not disrespect me. Cause that dog, it still lives in me. And trust me, it isn't friendly. I know envy is the reason they really want to offend me. So I'm just gonna laugh it off and thank God they go count my blessings. I'm a working class boy, working, working class boy. filled with joy, told me quiet, but I ended up making noise. Real McCoy, I ain't backing down, my army will deploy. I'm that boy, came from nothing. I know billions, know the feeling. I'm a working class boy, working working class boy. I ain't grow up with a silver spoon, a working class boy. What? If you see that I ain't in the mood and I ain't acting quite. Cause I work for everything I have. This car is not a toy. I'm a working class boy, working working class boy. Really built it all from nothing, so this life I will enjoy. Lots of us, we share the story, sing this car, is out and joy. I won't let nobody stop us, show respect and make some noise.
0: Make some noise! working-class boy. Rhyming out with joy is such a righteous Hey, i There he is. Yeah, a banger. Appreciate you. Banger, congratulations. Shout out Thank out everybody you, man. Locked in. Christopher Bartley, what's up? VBDC, Venice Beach Dove Club, what's up? You did the tune with Venice Beach Dove Club, is that right? What's that? Yeah,
2: we, uh, we have a song, Fundemic.
0: Boom. Christopher, Christopher, Christopher says Akira and Anomaly ain't that true? Whoa, this goes hard! Says Bad Booty 93. <laughs> Waves up. Exactly that. Exactly that. Yeah, that is a banger. Uh, that was the first tune I've heard from you in a while. Was that your first tune in a while? Probably since last year, yeah. Uh huh. And what inspired the Righteous I on that one? What's that? Well, that one's very much a. Oi, this is oh. who I am. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is where I'm from. Or that type right. of thing. And like, you know, people don't necessarily do that song all the time. Uh, and usually there's a reason behind doing that song. What why right. did you do that song at this moment in time?
2: I had the idea working class boy, like I don't know, I just had that concept in my head and I was just saying like in my head, working class boy, working working class boy. And I just I like I was smoking weed at the time, I'm not anymore, and I just mm. went on uh <laughs> I just went online and I looked it was like last year. I went online and i saw like the first beat and i listened to it it was that beat and i was like you could buy an exclusive beat on certain websites you know 250 bucks you pay the producer and you Mm. own it outright Mm. and uh it was like it was a i wrote it and then i woke up in the morning i was like was i just really high and i bought the first beat i saw just (laughs) because like that's a stupid high thing to do like uh, you think it's so fire but it's not because sometimes i'll scroll and i don't i'm very picky so like i'll go through like 50 beats and be like they all suck or like i don't like any of them so i listened to it in the morning i was like no this beats fire um i think i got one and then yeah i just just kind of making personal statements um i don't know yeah just just it just kind of hit me I'm, I'm not sure i didn't think about it really beforehand as much it was just like all right if that's the hook then i gotta tell my story
0: that's good those is the best ones sometimes you just like it can't possibly be the first thing like the first right. chord i hit on the keyboard or the first sample that fell out of my folder or the first image that, you know what I mean? Sometimes it is, sometimes it really, really is. And you shouldn't really question those things because those are those divine things.
2: Especially with exclusive beats, like if I'm gonna buy a beat, like I try to work with producers and just split the song with them or give them their, their credit and, and and percentage. But um, if I'm looking for a beat, I'm looking for, like, cheap exclusive beats, to be honest. I'm not trying to pay, like, a grand or anything. So, like, I, it's hard to find good cheap exclusive beats because usually the best producers charge a lot. So, like, for it to be the first... That was, like, not, like... That was only, like, 200 bucks or something, 150 bucks. Like, that beat is pretty sick. So, you know, like, usually on cheap exclusive beat sites, I'll, I'll, I'll scroll for two hours and not find a single one. It, that one just slapped, and uh I like the base of it. I like the speed of it. Like, it just... It just worked. But, yeah, like, I, you know, I... The thing is, like, I'd ra- I'd rather work with people I like and give them half of the song than like pay an outrageous amount of of uh, money for a beat that I'm not even sure if I'm going to use. So,
0: hmm. but either way, that shit came out dope. And uh, let's go in on that. So the, the beginning, it starts at the beginning, right? So your dad was a mailman, is that correct? Yes. Your father, yep. Your dad did the post. Uh, was he a good mailman? Was he one of those conscientious mailmen who actually delivered the mail, or was he one of those waste mailmen?
2: My dad's the best. He's, uh, he's exactly who you'd want him to be. He's, he's who, if you wanted a mailman, it would be my dad. He did a good job. He would always complain that, especially before he retired, um, you know, and got to the end of his career, he would say that like the problem is they incentivize people for going slow and being lazy. And he's the type of mailman that he would do it on time, even though it was like less financially convenient for him to do it like it would have been smarter for him to take more time and waste more time but he 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 never did it and and always said you know i don't like how everyone else does that so he he was the man like good guy good guy to have in the community and a trust trustworthy guy hard worker and uh never never slacked off even when it was financially convenient to do so
0: that's, that's a good inspiration to have around so you got him how do you feel about your line of work
2: uh i I mean, I think he's like proud, but also I think he he like, you know, I don't think he's like pumped about how public I am in many ways. Uh, like, you know, maybe like a little nervous or something. Cause like, you know, when things are good, they're good, but when they student. get weird, they get weird. Yeah. So I, yeah. I would say he's, he's proud and he's super happy, but he, he said to me for years, like, are you sure you want to do this forever? Like, don't you want to try to make money and like do something else? Like, you don't want to do this forever. Do you, <laughs> you know, like that's kind of the vibe, but he's not like he doesn't hate it he he likes me obviously and like his friends know who i am and stuff and he thinks that's cool so like jim when i talk to like jim brewer or roseanne you know like my uh my dad's family because i my parents are divorced my stepmother like they love roseanne that's like their favorite show she's she's like they like to, to the suburbs you know what i'm saying and like to like a working class family roseanne mm-hmm. is like on a level so the fact that i got to like meet and be friends with these people they just think it's like the coolest thing you know like they're like how how did this happen i was like i i don't know like i was gonna
0: it's, ask you about that later because uh, i keep seeing videos of you like driving around with the roseanne and shit
2: yeah like we're we're the weirdest friend group like we're the we're the weirdest friends ever like i don't you know we've been friends for like five years now we've hung out a bunch like like it's the most bizarre friendship ever but it's fun
0: how did you end up uh, becoming friends with roseanne of all the things
2: uh twitter Sure. um she she saw a video i posted about the syrian war i was saying that they were lying about syria or something or like trump shouldn't bomb syria something like that she messaged me and she said or, or she responded like under it and i was like roseanne uh and then i messaged her and she was like hey i want to talk about something like you should uh, come to the studio this is before she got canceled mm. she was filming the new season of roseanne she invited me to the oh, yeah. to the studio she invited me to the studio a lot. And the first thing her I'm not going to say her handler because she has no handlers, but like her uh, assistant or whoever the like the lot lady was. She goes to me. She goes, listen, you got 15 minutes before Roseanne's back on set. Do not talk about politics. She doesn't want to talk about politics. And I was like, OK. And then I went in and that was not the truth. Roseanne, <laughs> all she did was want to talk about politics. So, like, I'm sure that was like. Some like employee that just had to say that Like maybe she didn't want me to talk to Roseanne about pol- Like they probably didn't want her to talk about politics But all she did was want to talk about real shit So like mm. she's smoking a cigarette She's talking Uh Jesse Lee Peterson hit me up like Two weeks before she did And like he was like hey like Everyone at that point knew I knew Roseanne Because I interviewed with her And like everyone was like oh I, I wanted th-. But I would never just like throw her out to people If it didn't seem right But Jesse Lee Peterson's team was like yo we want to interview Roseanne and I didn't say anything to her, but a week later she, she texts me. She goes, AJ, the Jesse Lee Peterson guy. I, I like him. I want to talk to him. And I was like, you do, they want to talk to you. Ooh. And uh, you know, so I kind of helped set that up. And uh, I went and watched her interview with Jesse Peterson. That was hilarious. And then she's like, yo, hop in my Tesla. Like let's go to the Beverly Hills hotel and get some like food. So like we were, we've been kicking it for years, like just randomly and then like, when she got canceled, I interviewed her. When I went to Hawaii, like I hung out with her because like she's just out there. I went, you know, like it's just like it just kept like landing in that direction. I was like, I guess I'm like really good friends with Roseanne now. Like,
0: yeah, well, she a bad motherfucker. So you know, that's that's one of them real, recognized, real like beautiful situations. Uh, it's crazy to think that they were doing a Roseanne reunion. So much has happened, like culturally, it's very dramatic in such a short space of time uh but never mind that because we're rewinding to uh the 90s uh i believe when you was a little anomaly you know what i mean <laughs> and so, what do you have i'm excited i don't yeah, know no, which one we do you was, have. we was talking about your story weren't we so your dad oh, was a oh, mailman you. you know what i mean right and uh and you respected your dad because he was a good mailman he wasn't one of them running the mill men, he was a good mailman and then was your mama and uh you said she was a single mom so your parents split up when you was little
2: yeah, when I was, like, four or three, like, pretty young, and um, my mom raised me, but I saw my dad every other weekend or so, so, like, mm-hmm. we, I was cool with both of them, but I lived with my mom primarily, and she was a hard worker, you know, she did whatever she had to do to, like, just pay rent and, and raise us, and she, uh, we moved a decent amount, but she always made sure that I could play sports or do what I wanted to do. And uh she moved to like a area that had a good high school because she knew like, you know, get my kid to a good public school. So when it comes to like people talking about privilege, like I'm not, you could talk about race. It doesn't offend me or anything, but like, you know, I think if like my mom didn't care, that's what it was about. Cause easily like we could have ended up in the hood or somewhere, but she, she always cared. So I'm, I'm pretty thrilled. I mean, both of my parents are good people. They're nice. And like, didn't work out but like i've i've i appreciate both of them and they made me the the man i am today so so uh, yeah
0: you were how old when you when you left
2: what my parents uh yeah oh or to, to well, school, school. did you
0: leave, did you i think did you leave school at 16 or something like that
2: no no i i did went to ever... college i went to west virginia university so I skipped this part, but like I was a big athlete. I played soccer, basketball. I traveled all up and down the East Coast. Mm. So like I, I was like a heavy soccer player, and uh, I started smoking weed, freestyle, and rapping. I always loved rap, and I, I came to the conclusion I didn't want to play.
0: Oh shit! This one of them could have played for the Dallas Mavericks, but they found cracking my jacket type situations. <laughs> i mean i think
2: i'm athletic enough to have played a a sport pro in my opinion i mean maybe that's cocky but i think i could have but i never had the drive like in high school i didn't say like oh i really want to do this like i started smoking weed and saying like i want to be a battle rapper so like i kind of gave up on (laughs) sports because like i wanted to rap so i went to college at west virginia university and i just started rapping online and within a year i had like a million views so like that i i knew i told myself like okay that was am i gonna f-
0: era, right that was like that period of time that Dude, was Wayne, absolutely like mixed age and with era
2: and with soccer or football as they call it you know like if you play in europe you're the man or anywhere else in the world but in america it's like i was thinking to myself if i'm not so good at soccer that i'm like one of the best pros i'm gonna have to bag groceries to the side because you don't make any money in american soccer so i I didn't want it bad enough so I said you know what let me give it up now or at least not try it that hard because like I don't I'm not gonna be pro I'm not gonna go to college and be pro I don't care that much so yeah I started rapping and uh, dat piff I had uh, a million views and a hundred thousand song downloads and I didn't even have a microphone I had like a broken built in like MacBook mic but I, I hustled my music yeah. out to the masses with, like, mixtapes and videos. And I, I would do videos that got, like, 100,000 views and be like, hey, download my dad mixtape. Mm. And, you know, I never even had a microphone, but the quality was good enough for people to like. And, yeah, I always – I hit the ground running. Honestly, I got success pretty quickly. And, like, I'm grateful for it, but I was always pretty good at marketing. Like, I knew, I knew how to, like – Yeah, so I was gonna say
0: – I mean, well, the, market, the, the microphone thing, like the first half of Wu-Tang uh, 36 Chambers was recorded through headphones because they didn't have mm. a microphone. Like, wow. it's, it's a noble tradition of uh, people not having good microphones. You know what I mean? And it really goes to show because it really isn't about the equipment. Equipment is like nice, it's kind of on, but it's like the idea, uh, the personality, the confidence, the skill, and then the marketing is, is most of it. You know what I mean? Like you could talk into one of these and make that wavy, if you're wavy. Right. You know.
2: So like Al- Oliver Anthony, real quick. Like, dude, that guy blew up on you. You know the like. I the, remember that guy. I
0: that was like <laughs> that was like last year, or whatever. Like Richmond or. Dude, yeah, half
2: yeah. his songs he, he was saying on Rogan. He's like, dude, I I didn't even have the audio, so it was recorded with my iPhone, yeah, and I just phone, ripped the right? audio. Yeah, 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 yeah. I ripped the audio off that, and it's like you know that just kind of shows you it's pretty crazy,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that is, people get caught up, particularly nowadays, and you know, everyone's, they'll, ju- they'll go and you, people ask me all the time about like how to start producing and what they should buy and what they need and da 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 da. And like, you go online and it's all these people with the doorless and this, that, and the other review and all this equipment and this, that, and the fucking other. Like, it doesn't matter what you use. What, what matters, obviously, is like, A, do you love it enough to get good enough at it if you just have to use a rock and you're just going to bang a table? Can you get good enough with a rock and a table? If you love it, if you love it that much, then you'll get good enough. It doesn't matter what you use it. But
2: you, yeah, having having good equipment is doesn't hurt. But definitely, like, you could, you know, if you want it bad enough, you'll make it with 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 a door, you know. <laughs> Yo,
0: I mean, this motherfucker is is just this thing can do more than what most people had access to in human history. Like, yeah. there's zero excuses in that regard. And there's now there's fucking songs on the charts. Not that that means very much with regards to quality but there's songs on the charts that are made by people talking into these things these days like
2: i I know you don't you don't have to load it up but like if you could find some of the videos of me 19 like i did a a milli freestyle in my car but a milli a milli bro we had a flip like the flip camera was the big thing i said mom buy me a flip camera for christmas it's 150 bucks or something it was not that expensive but uh like it looks so bad now but when i had it dude like did we live in a pixelated world that wasn't real because like i got that and i was like whoa this looks amazing but like dude you can't even see it how did we how do we do this on computers it's crazy bro it's so nuts uh yeah it's probably there real talk that's a good one uh but no yeah it's it's a a millie freestyle dude it was a flip phone it's it's not gonna be on this uh you're gonna have to search because it's actually on another um on Another YouTube page, uh-huh. uh, a milli, He's and look how many there. views it has. Look, 186k. Roger, right, oh, look at that
0: 15 years ago with your bowl cut. Look at you with your Look at that fringe and shit. <laughs> yeah, i to put this on. Ex-
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was
0: in the car, <laughs> in the car, yeah. Turn it down. This is just straight up, my crowd, word recording.
4: stands out like chameleon food. But this instrumental's been really abused a million dudes. And I can't lie, I'm just not feeling your through. And I won't stop till I get a million views. I would ask you to walk a mile or even eat a meal in my shoes if I didn't throw on that bush while he was dealing the news. Did you see him stumble like someone's been stealing his cues? A is an office when I'm really confused. I'm the visible truth.
0: What, what, what were you to See, you're doing the same thing. That's crazy, he was doing that in a car With a fringe, but <laughs> he doing the same thing
4: Did you see him stumble Like someone's <laughs> been stealing his cues Ain't an office when I'm really confused I'm the visible truth Typical, I get political too I hope you take notice that these are the same syllables used At the beginning didn't even use a filler or two Which means my rhyming officially makes me iller than you And hung me too Come find me at Chili's in the booth Or in Philly's straight empty killers Play my lyrics harder than if you had steel in your tuner. Or just fall back, acknowledge that I will Stand the test of time Get inside, I'm next in line At least you did your best to try I must confess I'm high Unless you're with the FBI Then allow me to correct my rhyme Fuck it, let's go get a dime Why all the drama about marijuana Even Obama used to inhaling And be ever so fond of ganja He just dropped out But no, that ain't a problem I'ma solve it Unlike the beat I ain't stalling They say I flow over snares Like a river Your flow just isn't there Like it's frozen when it's cold in the winter. <laughs> and yes, I know it's December time for holidays. But I gotta say, try to find someone without a spray. For Christmas this year, your children
1: may chop easy. They wanted only three anomaly posters and a CD. Oh, no damn. <laughs> 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 I ain't got a CD
4: though,
0: y'all. Oh, wow. Holy shit.
2: Wow, what a guy! I said, "It's like why all the drama over marijuana? Even Obama used to inhale and be ever so fond of ganja." <laughs> yeah,
0: and talk about George Bush, eight years. Throw shoes. Yeah, I'm confused. <laughs> wow, and that yeah. was what year was that? It was 15 years
2: ago? 2009, maybe. 2008,
0: 2009. Blog rap era. That's just crazy. And that was in a car. You didn't have the yeah. the order. You just in a car. I was like,
2: tur- I was like, turn it down because I was afraid the audio wouldn't turn out good. Like they <laughs> wouldn't be able to hear my voice. And I no, turn it up. Turn-. My boy's like, that's my boy, Mikey. Turn it up. All right, all right, <laughs> fine, whatever, you
3: know.
0: <laughs> hey, yo! Shouts out, not your problem. Appreciate you. He says awesome story. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> Cosmic kangaroo says, smartphone more powerful than equipment that got man to the moon. Do you think men went to the moon? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. no, I don't. I don't. I showed my son that shit just didn't, and I didn't say anything. I was like this is so this. What do you think? And he just pissed himself laughing. He just burst out laughing. He's like, "No, really? Is that a joke?" Really? Ha.
2: Like, yeah. He goes to put it back in the, you know, in like the tin foil, uh, drawer, you know? You're like, "No, no, that's the space that's the space landing thing."
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And then then they found President Nixon, right? Yeah. And uh, you know what I mean? It just, like, no latency or nothing. Just like, what up? Yo? here. Yeah. Like, I can't do that with my wife at lunchtime. You know what I mean? She's down the other side of the garden. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh, what up, Shecky? What up, Cosmic? What up, VBBC? All oh, your um, I don't know. How did we even get you talking about, Emily? We were talking about your, your, your come up and shit. And then suddenly we were deviated to uh, you in a car. I think we were talking, it was the flip phone thing or something
2: yeah Maybe. like that was that was a flip that was a flip camera it was called a flip camera and it was just like hey you can get a camera in your hand that records videos like that was the yeah. whole like gimmick of it i was like oh shoot sweet let me yeah. buy that and then
0: wrap in the car and you did wrap car. oh that was it you were going to tell me about your your young marketing genius because how you get oh. in, how you get a million streams on a, on a dap piff because it's not like here's the thing right my first mixtape got a million downloads um, but my first mixtape was the first online mixtape. There was literally no other online mixtapes. Now, if you go on Wikipedia, it will tell you that the first online mixtape was a Ghostface Killer mixtape that came out 18 months after my mixtape. So obviously that's not true. But when I did that and I put that out and then I was going around Wu-Tang Court message boards and all these places, like people people didn't you could download a mixtape. Wow. So loads of people downloaded it because there weren't any other mixtapes to download. Right. So mm. I got a million downloads on that mixtape when you were doing it. There was a lot of people making mixtapes. So how did you differentiate yourself at that time period to the point that you were getting that kind of recognition?
2: Yeah, definitely more people than zero. You know, if you were that early, then like, yeah, there's there's a lot more competition. Um I would say SEO like search engine optimization is what they call it now. Yeah. I didn't know what the ne- I didn't know what the name was, but I just said like, "All right, how do I get cuz there were there weren't that many videos on YouTube. There weren't that ma- like Will Smith wasn't on YouTube. YouTube was like you, like the celebrities go on TV, you go here. You So, too. I started just figuring out titling. I would I would I would rap over instrumentals and put the whole title, like if you see that, it's like Anomaly raps over a Millie instrumental. A little Wayne a Millie instrumental. It so then it's like Anomaly
0: music- kills a Millie instrumental. <laughs>
2: Oh, there you go. Yep. So if you search a milli instrumental, that would come up first. I'd wrap over that instrumental. If you search for that, you, you would not always find it under the song, but you would almost, it would always be the second, um, thing under the, uh, instrumental. So it's like just kind of like accumulating views that way. I also entered a contest called the air timpani contest by wax and herbal tea. If you've ever heard them, they're, they're like these twins that are really cool. And, uh, I won the contest. So like six, it was like a five person tie. And there were like hundreds or thousands of entries, but I was one of the six that won. So that helped me get a lot of clout too, because like everyone at that time, not only did I get clout from like winning, but just being in the competition and everyone, like all the thousands of rappers would check like all the other ones. Like it was easier to to see things like now, you know, it's not that way, but it was more interactive. So just being in that competition and winning it, it, it gave me like a baseline to start. Like I had a fan
0: base from a competition. I feel like that yeah. Could, I feel like that wouldn't happen now. I feel like competitions are like a relic of a bygone wholesome era. Do people still have competitions? Do people still respect uh, the victors of competitions? Does that happen
2: in, in in sports and stuff? But I mean, like say like scribble scribble jam was where you'd go for battle rap. That yeah, yeah, doesn't yeah. exist anymore. You know, yeah. that's dead. Even though that's the coolest thing ever. Like scribble jam was the shit. Um, yeah. Yeah. Internet competitions. I it,
0: I don't think they're as popping as they used to be for sure. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I feel like that's something that the culture allowed to evaporate, um, like mixtapes. You okay, don't get mixtapes anymore.
2: And those guys that I, I entered the contest, their name were Wax and Herbal Tea. Their twin brothers. Uh, they were the shit, man, because like they were really good at rapping. But also, they were one of the first people to upload the car rap like that. I did that because they did that. You know, like I rapped in well, my rap car. In well, yeah, I always did it anyway, but like I saw them post it on YouTube and that's where I was like, oh, I could post me rapping in my car like with my friends on YouTube because they were like the first ones who did it and they were so sick. So, but like you just, you know, you didn't really think of these things like when you put out the mixtape, it's like what's a mixtape and then you're like, I rap with my friends, but I don't put it out and then I saw them put it out and that's what they were doing was just, you know, rapping in their car. And it was inspirational because not only did I do it, but I didn't have the equipment to do anything else but that. So that let me know that you could even do that because that, you know, hmm. there's a thought process of like, how am I going to compete with Ace of Bass? You know, they have a music video the- like with my car. You know, like I just a random thing, but like, oh, you know, <laughs> Limb Biscuit has these like hundred thousand dollar music videos. You know, like you can't really compete with that. But uh, they showed me that you really could, and like, there's this one by them. I, I forget it's like. It's Wax and Herbal Tea dish Jay Z. They don't really dish Jay Z, but like they were rapping in the car and they're like twin brothers. And I was like, dude, these guys are freaking dope. So they were like, enter this contest, and I did. That's sick. See, this is why
0: this is why you had that affinity for for the for the Island Boys because you saw that they reminded you of them clearly.
2: No, I mean, I I would say with the
0: with the Island Boys, it's just like. I'm
2: not I'm not a hater. And like that, the melody was just kind of no, cool. You know, it like, was
0: a fire melody. It was a fire song. But it was cool. It into I an actual song. It was ter- it was terrible. I felt like whoever mastered it fucked it up completely. I don't know if you saw the music video, which is really bad. But it was like really distorting and not in a way that's deliberate. They just fucked it up somehow and managed to upload a distorted right. version of the song.
2: They did remind me of like when you're with your boys, like you, you just keep repeating the same. Like if if it if it's good, you're like, yo, I'm on to something. Like that's how mm-hmm. I see it. They're like, I'm an island boy and I'm trying to make. And it's like, hey, let's just repeat this for three minutes because it's so fire. Like I've had a moment. Like, I did. A, I was jamming with my brother recently and his friends, and like I thought of a hook in my head, and I was a little drunk too. But like I repeated it like a hundred times because like as I'm freestyling, I freestyled the hook, but then I'm like piecing it together. You know what I'm saying? I'm repeating it, but it's like let me fine tune it. And then, like by the end of it, I'm like, all right, that's what it is. But I, I probably said the same thing a hundred times in a row. But it's, I'm so like, I'm know. not getting off this. Yeah, I'm not getting off this moment until
0: I perfect it. Yeah. <laughs> so you find a moment. That's what you do. That's what comedians do when they're writing a joke. They, they tell the same joke a thousand times until the joke is correct. When you make it a right. beat, my son will come down here and hang out while I make it a beat. They sometimes go, Dad. It's like sometimes you're just listening to the same thing over and over for half an hour. I'm like, no, there was, there's been subtle differences here. Okay, there's been like. That's a different snare to what you remember from half an hour ago. <laughs> but you know, so that's people don't realize a big part of music is just like the same thing over and over and over and over and over again until it's right. And what you hear is when we got it right, or when we thought it was right, because that's that's completely subjective. You know what I mean?
2: Did Did you see the working class boy? What mix it was that I sent you? Yeah, you remember
0: four or something? I actually not 14. fourteen. Fourteen. <laughs> was it fourteen? <14? laughs> Yeah, because I, I added it to my DJ library and I kept in the mix bit. I didn't edit it that out. Of the title, because I thought that might be useful. Yeah, mix yeah, fourteen. Four, no, fourteen. Yeah, who mixed this thing? Kinfolk John. So he must hate you, right?
2: No, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but like, Kinfolk, I I told him I was like I shouted you out on my other stream too, because uh, yeah, like I'm. St- well, at first I didn't have like the hook right, and like the I, I turned on like working class boy, and then I like it wasn't hitting right. So I was like, how do I do it? So I did it like lower, but then put my voice above it, and then uh, there were little parts where I, I kept changing. Dude, I tried to change it to like sixteen because I was listening to so much, much. I took a week off. He like ignored me a little bit, not in a rude way, just <laughs> probably like probably like sleep on it, bro. And then him? I came back, and then I came back, and I was like, mix fourteen is perfect, oh, and he's like, good. okay. Yeah. But I told him if he was gonna do any more, I was gonna pay him extra, you know. Oh, that's good.
0: No, oh, I think that's fair. Yeah. That's the job. That's the job. The uh, I just finished my. Marcus new, new marcus Aurelius album and we spent months mixing that like i i mix my own stuff to a certain point um basically to the point that it used to be when you heard my shit up until 2019 then i started working with this guy james miller who's a genius and uh then i'll hand it over to him and he'll find do final 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 tune like genius level shit uh, but we spent months on that i like i don't know what version it was like just at the final point it's just like there's a slight frequency on that one snare at three minutes and 56 in, that if we just pull it back a little bit, it'll create a greater impact with what comes after. And it's ridiculous, right. subtle shit that's really important, but nobody 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 knows, and no one will ever hear it. No one will ever know. You listen to a song, you just listen to the song, you like it or you don't.
2: When I, uh, you know, VBDC, if he's still here, we got along pretty easily when we did our song because he's ex- he's extremely picky. And I'm extremely picky, so like, I bet I annoyed the crap out of certain people, and he probably annoys the crap out of certain people, but like, nothing he said, like, mixing the song annoyed me, because like, we almost always, like, heard it, and like, it was like, yo, let's make it better. That's not right, right? And some people, it's like, yo, let's just get done with it, but like, we, we hit that pretty, like, like, we're the same type, where it's like, yo, I'm OCD about things, but it's for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, every little bit matters, so like, I was laughing when we were mixing that song, cause like, every like thing he wanted to add was perfect but like i was like bro i bet most people don't want to do that shit and I, that's how it is with me it's like dude mix 14 is like psychotic but at the same time if it w- if, if you heard mix 2 it sucked <laughs> like mix 2 is bad and dude i edited the fundemic video because the guys who edited for me their first take was like terrible and i was like give it to me i edit videos and it's like you know it's a thousand times better than it would have been so i'm, so I'm a- gonna
0: do that shit yeah uh the video's not out yet is it uh, the Working Class Boy, I haven't done a video for you. yet. Oh, you were, the, sorry, you were talking about the Fundemic one. The there, Fundemic right? one, right, yeah. I hadn't seen that. But I do have the tune. I do have the tune. So let's listen to that. Why not? Uh, this is Fundemic, Venice Beach Dub Club, and Anomaly. When did this come out?
2: 2021?
0: 2022? Oh, shit. So this is vintage at this point. This, we're going to listen to the sound of 2021. This was a year younger... Or 2022. Oh, okay. So this is—I don't know—slightly scarred. This is because you know things are kind of different after 2020. It's, it's, it's a shift. Maybe 2022.
2: People. Let me look it up, dude. I don't know. Now you got me out yeah, at wondering. All right. Let me check it out.
0: Ooh. This is not a mascot. Whoever sent this, Venice Beach Club. Club this is a. Oh, wow. Hey, 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 oh, Twenty-five. Hey, 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 Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Record. Hey. 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 Yes, I Brothers and sisters. What
1: up, though? we moving up. I'll be going higher and higher.
4: i fly like a
0: pilot. Oh, shit, I heard this before. No I heard this when it came out. Hey,
4: don't worry. Hey. You're good enough. You be
1: looking good just the way that you are. Ocean, this feel like a roller coaster. How y'all feelin'? I can really rap just a little bit. Tastes like cinnamon when you feel the flavor I'm living in. I don't swear the critic. I'm in the city replenishing. Drop top moon Truman Show like experience. Sunlight beaming, smoking earth for the evening. I ain't believing. I'm eating food and I'm cheating. You got one life, live it. Eating me or you vegan? It ain't up to me. You do you. I'm in the season of reason. I got a reason. I'm speaking, and it's ain't easy to leak it. But I got stone with the preachers. I climbed the rope to the bleachers, and I was hoping for peace through the balance of good and evil. Yin and yang be the sequel. The black and white make it equal. But I ain't lying deceitful. I make mistakes. We are people, a human being to reach the great. and teach you the way. We're trying to make you. see through the lies from the politicians. They red and blue like the peace man. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, It's way scary to teach you the lies from the politicians. They read and blue like a piece of day Brothers and sisters, we're moving up. I've been going high.
0: Make some noise Make hey, hey, some hey, noise hey, Pandemic Venice Beach Dub Club An anomaly Word Around Town This was the number one iTunes reggae song At some point in 2021 I believe Is that, is that factual? Is that factual?
2: 20, 2021 yeah 2021
0: Um, Yeah it definitely
2: was a, 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 I, I don't know Definitely for Probably the whole week Definitely a few days
0: that's kind of that's some crazy rinky-dinky coincidency. Venice Beach Dub Club has been hanging out at these streams the past week or two. And then, zoom, then you appear. He texted zoom. me
2: and was like, yo, I, are you going to be on Akira's show? He said you were going to be on. I've been listening to his stream. You know, he's super positive and, like, good times. Because, <laughs> you know, a lot of people are not as cool as you. Let's just put it that way. You know, so really? he, he, he had identified that you were pretty cool. That's nuts. That's it's the- just true bro yeah. people imagine if everyone had your hairstyle and you walked out one day and everyone had it
0: yeah yeah that would be funny hey i know <laughs> I, this is this is true uh, everyone everyone who hangs out at the meaning stream is super cool though this is the most uh, super positive uh place in the world everyone is delightful Shecky, how are you doing says whoo jc the huh, says let's see those wave emojis that's a very good point wave emojis flood chat aura uh what up, Nightbot? Big <laughs> Bad Wolf says bangers. Uh, whatever, yeah. Shirts has of Venice Beach dub club. Nice one. Uh, how did you two meet?
2: Through social media, definitely. Like oh, he great. had, he had sent me his music, like you know, and it was fire. It was just like you know, a lot of people send me stuff and like, check this out or can you? And I listened to it and it was. Um, I'm trying to think of the exact song it was, but I was like, dang, this is really good. You know, like it's, I, I was like, I'm going to add this to my playlist.
0: <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> people send you stuff thing. and they'll be like,
2: they'll be like, my brother raps. Check it out. And yeah. you're like, yeah. you know, like, or like yeah. they're my cousin. He raps. And like, anytime someone says their friend raps and it's not them, you're like, this is going to suck. Yeah. But yeah. no, it's cool.
0: It's depressing. So it's it's there's yeah sometimes you just know though it's just like yeah i ain't gonna press that, bu- that play button on that because that's just gonna make me like lose respect for you so like <laughs> you know what i mean so you don't <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's cool but uh that, so that was i remember that actually when that came out though so shouts out to your on that one big bad Wolf says super wavy whatever wavy in the chat whatever wavy evil dr mainstream says crossover i never expected jc lionheart says what is it uh, said creative, who is it that said creativity is about making mistakes or is it about knowing which mistakes to keep uh, yeah, something like that exactly, uh, it's subjective like, you know what I mean His, the, like I try not to play, I, don't, I aim at not playing works in progress, because what will happen is someone will hear a song and they'll love it, but you ain't finished with it yet and then when you finish it, they won't like that finished version because they already fell in love with the earlier version. And that would be the one they liked the most. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I would, sometimes you'd say, back in the day when people used to play live, <laughs> uh, I, you'd see a band play a, a new song live for the first time. And then it'd come out, and it, you wouldn't like it at the recorded v- version as much because you liked the inflection they had on the bit of the, in, in the version you saw live. You know what I mean?
2: Right. Yeah, me, me and uh trap we have a second song it's not out yet but they sent me the first mix with like a echo like a 90s rap echo and i was like bro take the echo off and like you <laughs> know i talked to the ba- i like I, I didn't like it and i like the final version now but i i talked to the bassist and i was like did you hear did you hear the new song and he was like yeah bro i mixed it and he goes i put the 90s reverb on it he's like i think it was fire and i was like I'm like you, the man, bro. But like, I, it, like it's not. But it's subjective. It's not like I said, oh, you're wrong. I just was like, ah, no, I liked did. it the you other did. way. You say
0: you're wrong. No, you said, well, no. It. I you're mean, a 90's it, But
2: well, you. I mean, you could you could play it for twenty people, and I guarantee you that there'd be, <laughs> uh, you know, some people like it one way, some people like yeah, the no, other so way. It,
0: but it's like you get to decide if it's, you're making the thing. You are the one. That's all it is. An artist is someone who makes decisions, right? You make decisions with purpose, right? That's literally all you're doing. You're like, the brushstroke goes there. The word goes there. The syllable goes there. Reverb, no. Reverb, yes. That's purely it. So you're making decisions. So you're an artist. That's what an artist does. You get to decide. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what someone I, uh, does. Cool.
2: No, I was saying, um, if I rapped over this beat, would it be on beat or would it be like echoed because we're in different places?
0: I don't know. I think it should work.
2: I, uh, should I was going to say, uh, it doesn't fit the beat, but I'll rap my lyrics to the song over this. Oh, I could just gotta rap it faster. I'll let it. I'll let it go back one time. I'll we'll see. Nice. But these are the lyrics on the new song. It's not out yet, but I like the. I could do a double time here. Ready? It's gonna All be right, faster.
1: They dumbing down the population. No hate and just observation. Make mass profits from inoculation. Give women pills and stop ovulation. This campus, no concentration. I'm controversial, stop debating. The simple truth is now God forsaken. I'm confiscating this sloppy matrix. I don't care for your occupation. I want all humans in this conversation. I'm Harry Truman with the of Jason. If you try to stop me, I will not just take it. Sure. God bless, I'm a thoughtful patron, but the current West is an abomination. It's time to face it. My proclamation is wake up before West. it all gets
4: taken. What? What? <laughs>
0: Well, i have to take that beat off now because you just laid waste out on it and that was just, just disrespected <laughs> that lovely beat what was that from
2: that's the new song it's, it's uh it's with trapped i just this is my first verse on the new oh, song wow. it's, not, it's not it's not even verse. out yet
0: you just leaked the it's, shit out of that verse
2: i leaked it on roseanne first because i rapped it for her and she was like like we were live on her podcast and she's like i like that rap can you do that rap <laughs> and i'm like I hell saw, yeah I so i, saw, I did it I, I did it acapella it. but yeah it's it's been leaked They I, I'm trying to like I hope he puts it out at some point but we <laughs> he made me do a green screen video like the lead singer chat was like yo do this green screen video take pictures of your face and stuff like mm. at angles I was like okay and then the video guy like didn't do it he was gonna turn me into an avatar or something I was like bro I don't know what you're doing but I'll do it you know like I'll film it so I think it's not out cause the music video fell through
0: huh well so we need, so we need a campaign for that one Yo, make some noise got... in the chat. Oh, Nick, yeah, people are making noise in the chat. We've got nuke emojis in the chat. Nick Myoga says, sheesh. Big Bad Wolf says, fire. Big Bad Wolf says, bye. Dirk from Texas says, whoa. Jason dropping flame tips. emojis. Yeah, Big Bad Wolf says, you can't make a bad move on true art. Yeah, quite. Uh, yeah, that was good. Hey, that works. Yeah. It did, but the point being is, oh, now we know that you can do uh, live rapping on a zoom call and there isn't latency do you appear to be oh, on there that's good i could rap on
2: anything i could freestyle i could i could double time my verse if it adds up you know like i could i've been doing it since th- i'm ready
0: <laughs> yeah that's a good point i mean you are because here's the thing like um i was, I was gonna ask you about this because you've been spending so much of your time uh you know like making people upset on the internet for sticking to your opinion and uh not joining a team you know what i mean uh like you haven't had as much time for doing all the rapping and all that sort of thing right which was your first love
2: i guess it's a mixed bag because like when i was rapping before too i had to do other jobs so it's like technically i have the time for whatever i want to now it's just i'm so engulfed in what i'm doing that like I don't make excuses for it like I could pretty much I mean like if I need to take a week off and go on tour for a week I can do it it's just like I'm gonna lose money on the videos or whatever so but no I would say I have more time because now I could like I could take the whole month off if I really wanted to and like do an album well, I would you just, just did
0: that single how's and, you know so obviously you've still got it um yeah are you gonna do an album is that probably just single by single
2: nah uh-huh. it, probably single by single because if i did an album i'd want it to be like great and cohesive not like all over the place so if i found the right producer and we were like hey let's go to aspen for a month and mm. you know what I'm saying make an album or mm. i'm down to do that but i i don't want to piece together like a bunch of beats a bunch of producers a bunch of mixes i'd rather do it right and try to like win a grammy or something you know okay. do it like epic like a thousand times better than anyone but for now i have a song i made a beat with my little brother and, uh, I'm gonna put that out next. It's just me rapping over a bass line I made. Nice. Yeah. I think,
0: I mean, singles, you can just bang out singles until you find that right moment. Uh, and, you know, you can You can do that now. A lot of people don't even do albums anymore. You know what I mean? You just can fucking drop nukes.
2: Yeah, I feel like the days of albums, it's not bad to do or anything. I mean, it's cool, but it's, it doesn't sell like it used to. It, like, it's it's like one by one and like a lot of the biggest songs recently they like blow up on TikTok for reasons that don't even have to do with like the main line in their song it's just like oh you know that break like I could dance to that or you know it sounds good behind my video of me doing makeup tutorials so you know it's like the game mm. is is interesting where for me I'm just trying to drop good songs and, and, this, and, and okay, hope so it sticks here's six. the
0: thing though because this is the thing that interests me about you it's like you, I don't think that you uh, necessarily need to exist within the traditional music industry you've already built yourself your own lane like what you are in the sort of commentating or what have you space is a thing you created that didn't exist you just did it right uh so i don't see why you should have to concern yourself with the traditional music industry or how people are doing things anymore you've built an audience a section of that audience will appreciate what you do because you're good at it and they like music not all of them but a lot a a proportion of them will and that's enough to start something that will then move on to other people and what have you if you're dropping shit with consistency and uh, right and confidence and quality which you have and you can do
2: yeah no you're exactly right like when i was younger i was like i want to sign or i want to do this but since like i've already made it like on my own uh, I'm just like, I want to do whatever I want to do. So like the last Yo, couple of years I've been interview doing
0: you with you from 2009, where you were saying like that you wanted to that you didn't want to sign with a major label. You didn't, you didn't necessarily want to do that. Uh, in 2009. Yeah. 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 Where uh, uh, interesting. Like, local paper, I think it was 2009. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I never cared. Like I, it was always like, I, I, I liked underground rappers. So I, I wasn't like, I need to do that. Mm-hmm. I think at that time I had offers or something and they, and they like, we're bad offers, so I just decl- like I declined. Mm-hmm. But uh, now, you know, last year it's like I could drop music whenever and make it like what I want it to be. But this year, I do want to be more consistent and, um, you know, do a little bit more. But they, I don't have like I don't feel like oh if I don't get signed tomorrow I'm gonna go broke or like ah right, if I don't make a hit like I don't really care. And doing shows in front of a lot of people is like super rewarding. Like mm-hmm. thanks to that band, it's really their shows. I just do my song. But, like, you know, that gets the blood flowing. Like, I I just did Anaheim. Right?
0: That reminds you of something. It reminds you of a thing that you were in love with. And why you went out on that journey and why you went to L.A. and all that type of stuff. And it's funny because we go on these hero's journey adventures and sometimes we go on these detours. We find different things that, you know, that lead us down somewhere. But, you know, that reason, if something's unfinished within you or if there's still a hunger in you or if there's still a desire to, you know, utilize those skills that you developed uh, you know you should it would be rude to yourself not to
2: and you, I'm sure you know as well as a performer like just the live energy is just something you can't replicate online hmm. so you know I think it was what's today Tuesday I guess it was Saturday it was at Anaheim we played at the House of Blues it was sold out it was like 400 people in the room and uh, every time I get on stage like most people there probably don't know me and and they're there to see the bands so like that's kind of the vibe i always have is like i i gotta be really good or else they're gonna be like why did this happen you know like this isn't the song i know and i you know i've never had a problem whether it's five thousand people ten thousand people like a couple hundred people like that's why when people say things online like stick to news or they'll say this and that it's like Dude, I've never once been booed or like, you know, people didn't want it to happen. Like, I always get like a roaring applause, and I'm a, I'm a really good performer. I can hit the lyrics really fast. I don't mess up. I'm I'm, I'm engaging with the crowd, so it, it's more than even just like, oh, it reminds me. It's just like it's so much cooler than arguing with people on Twitter. Like being in a room with like hundreds of people, even dance. Like, dude, I like even just dancing to your music. Like, dude, I'd much rather dance to your music than. Like, talk online. You know, like, dancing is so fun. Like, you know, like, I'm not the star of the show or anything, but in my head, I am. Yeah, you, you are. The...
0: Exactly, <laughs> that. You, like, you are at that moment. That's the truth, though. That's why that shit's so important. Like, at that uh, moment, you are. I moment love dancing, dude.
2: I love dancing. I love letting loose. I like, you know, like, just...
0: Yeah, well, uh, There's a thing that, you know, I've noticed, well, obviously that people in the YouTube space have started to go, okay, how do I monetize my YouTubeness ness and do another thing? So they'll start selling coffee or uh, making comic books and stuff of that nature, right? Uh, and someone like yourself, you've already got a thing that you do that you're good at uh, and that could be a way of you being able to do that thing without having to concern yourself with the creepy machinations of the so-called music industry. You
2: know? Right, I could come on Akira and just drop a verse on 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 an Akira. beat. would be, you know, yeah, should I, should exactly. I hit a thir- another verse? Yeah, should ready? I hit another verse on it? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna hit my third verse on on the first song I did with them. Nice. It's gonna be way faster than normal, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna do it like
1: it's I can like double play a
0: slower beat if yeah? you want.
2: Let's go! Cool. No, I like it. I got it. All right. My hair
1: long like Don King. Y'all divide the nation like Sean King. I'm a rock star like the offspring. Consider wisdom I'm offering. MLK wanted content. Plus Malcolm X that got shot dead. Y'all better not come for my head. Cause I
2: got God. He don't want threats. What? That secret service I speak in verses like Allah Hashem and Jesus worship. Y'all peace is perfect like he's the perfect. I bring the church. You can keep the sermon. One love. Each is worthy. even World Cup like a FIFA Derby.
1: When karma coming, go all at once. So you better beg on your knees for mercy. Stop the hate and stop the threats. In Obama blue or that manga red. I know we can find a common thread to make world peace like run our tests. Stop the hate. Stop the threats in Obama blue or that red. I know we can find a common thread to make world peace like Ron test, Yes
3: What, what, what?
1: What, what, what?
0: Yo, it's that legendary energy? <laughs> it's that legendary energy On the other side is greatness beat There's some noise for Anomaly A.K.A. Legendary energy aka dream rare aka you got any other akas i feel you got a gang of akas
2: yeah no that's good it's interesting with the faster beat because like uh one time they got a new guitarist and uh like they they switched the guy out and he played it way too fast live like it's supposed to go like way slower and he played it like triple time but i know how to rap (laughs) to the beat but a lot of a lot of MCs they they like wouldn't they like freeze up and be like yo this is not, not what we practiced or this is like but I know how to keep tempo like you know so I was like oh this is gonna be it's gonna sound like a tape recorder you know but it's better to do that than like screw up and stand there and poop your pants. Yeah.
0: He says poopy pants on a David Goggins beat.
2: Hey, don't carry the boat. Don't poop your pants, okay? I'm David Goggins. You can't be out here pooping your pants. You gotta carry the boat and try hard. If you don't try hard, you're
0: a pussy. Yo, he actually did poop his pants, and he talked about it. He like talk- oh, he pooped his pants? Yeah, he talked about it. This on the vocal version of this record, he's talking uh, about how he was like doing some ridiculous ultra marathon. He's like fucking two days into it or something. He's just he said, like, "I got poop pants." He her, He just kept going. He's like broken his ankle or something shit. He's got shit dripping down the back of his leg. Yeah. Right, don't be fucked.
2: Yeah. That's grimy. That's hey there. A-
0: Yo, we got a request here, uh, as we as we come to the end of this legendary energy type of a situation broadcast thing. Venice Beach Dub Club has requested Matrix Breaker. And uh you want you wanna tell me about his Matrix Breaker shit? That's yeah shit.
2: so it's funny i think the i think the producer of that song doesn't like me anymore but that's okay we we still made it it's a uh, you know it's the grammy i don't know if they're nominated or award-winning but uh the justice league they're a big no like shit. um yeah no, so one league of the is, members is hit shit, me up man. yeah they hit me up and they like my videos and i said let's do a song we did this and basically what happened was he took like i i should have done something else honestly but he told me to put it out and sell it but it was a sample and i said dude all my music's 100 royalty free i don't want to like try to sell a song i don't own so i put it out just on soundcloud for free and then he never talked to me again but like he was telling me just put it on spotify and like if they hit you up for royalties like the person who made the sample then just pay them but they probably won't care and i was like i don't know bro i'd rather not you know like i have a all just- of my songs are 100 owned like i don't it's not a sample that i never cleared but he said don't don't worry about clearing it and i just dropped it on spotify and youtube and he got pissed he's like what the fuck you're wasting my beat <laughs> yeah. it sucks it's a good song too i don't you know
0: i mean i, I yeah that's pretty much that's what people do uh young gravy did that with magic you know what i mean right and it blew up and then he it disappeared off spotify for a week during which time he negotiated something with the people and then it went back up again Here's the thing with that I probably should have done that. Yeah, it's you know, it's, it's a tricky thing. Uh, but like, you know what I mean, worst case scenario what happens?
2: I don't know. This yeah. guy the guy don't like me anymore, but he I don't like he don't want to. Anyway. I think he just thinks I wasted a beat cuz he probably charges a lot and he's like, "Here's one for free." You yeah. know, and he's like this stupid kid like just blew it and I'm <laughs> I was like, "I don't know, bro. I'm not trying to I don't know. I'd rather get the sample cleared personally than beforehand, but I guess, you know, I should have listened to him maybe, but it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> well, what God it bless is, the guy, man. Yeah. It's it a is. moment it happened, it's a song it exists. So, yeah.
0: And we're going to check it out. Uh, for Venice Beach Dub Club, who says, That's the diamond. Oh, that's the diamond emoji. I think that has a different meaning. Um, yeah, yeah. They yeah. said, i
2: never get here. Just asleep. They oh, told me fuck. not to rap about politics.
1: They said just about women and drugs, like they wanted me to kill the kids or some shit. But you know, I went my own route. 250 million views. No deal. No label. No manager. <laughs> Y'all fucked up. Listen, Hold up. Just I'm bringing hip hop back. They tried to kill it like a daffy. Rest in peace, the prodigy. Sorry, the system got you. they sleeping in the streets, but bet they feel the sense. Zimbabwe spent a trillion fighting war, but still they living up the projects. It's a mindset. And they don't want you to find strength. I might flex and raise the children to heights. Yes, I know these rap sites ain't gonna give me that interview. Cause in 10 ah! minutes, I could probably brighten up the interview. Ah! They don't want you to have self awareness. They want you helpless, careless. They want you dead on welfare. They want you where to bring. Hell here they want you fighting in the streets, so you're not grateful for the freedom in this country. Hell yeah. They want you locked up or voting for them liberals. That means bigger government, don't get this shit confused. They use emotion, so your instincts get switched and skewed. They take your taxes and gun rights like this is cool. I'm making drizzle like Mayweather and Mayweather. You may weather the storm, but the kid better. Y'all transparent like your kids. Switch genders you see through. I see you and I ain't a scared fella, I'm a warrior. Boys of weapons, nothing's gorier The women wanna touch me from Echo Park to Astoria These hipster women like craft beer and Netflix She's innocent and she's friendly Some girls are undercover sluts, they like see me be spoiled It's trending around the map now like CBD oil Y'all gotta wrap it up, I call it Easy E-Foil Y'all some obsolete pieces like a DVD coil Y'all ain't fucking with the kid, R. Kelly's bodyguard But he ain't the only one, what the fuck you think they lobby for they say i work too much and i should hobby more skyscraper flow you chilling sitting on the lobby floor they say anomaly i don't like your rapping <laughs> i think to myself you know what i don't like the fact that i've accomplished more in a day of my life than you have in three decades you ain't playing it right y'all should stop hating and pay me for consultation i could probably change your life with a minute of observation if you can't buy your girl just bet my cock and you a cuck you can watch as she swallow my dog like nathan's i'm a
2: Yeah, so. How
0: dare you waste that beat?
2: <laughs> no, I said the, the one part, one of my favorite lines, I said you're, you're like, see like you're see through, you're transparent, like your kids switch genders, you know, like transparent. Mm-hmm. I love that line. Mm-hmm. But uh, if, if he would have just been like a little chiller, I probably would have put it on Spotify. Like if he would have just told me twice or something, but he kind of like, I'm not saying he threw a fit, but I feel like he was like, but I, I've been rapping since I was like, however old so i got a justice league beat and i'm like bro i gotta spit the craziest bars on this shit like this is i've been dreaming of getting a beat like this yo, that's and crazy. i did it that's an just...
0: excellent beat and you and you beat that thing like it stole from you like and you should put it on spotify that's... i don't
2: know why he got so upset
0: literally he could have came to me like put it on spotify
2: no but he could have came back a week later and been like yo just put it on spotify i would be like for sure but like i said i was like you sure about it and he just kind of was like ah he's not li-, like you know mm. i was like all right bro like mm. Yeah,
0: you felt it is what it is, but well, it lives on YouTube. It's banger, so you should put it on Spotify. It because lives it's on
2: it, It's a little more degenerate than some lyrics I would say today. So yeah, it is, so but it is. that's
0: the journey. You know what I mean? Like, some of those lyrics. I said, like, oh, no one's born Marcus Aurelius. You know what I mean? Marcus <laughs> Aurelius wasn't born Marcus Aurelius. You know what I mean? Uh, he had to I, suck it a ticket like not. everybody else. Right?
2: <laughs> Dude, I read that somewhere. I read, I read that quote. That's really? an Akira the Don quote. I, I just, I just yeah. said. Yeah, I, yeah. Mark, I've read that before. I, in the future, it was, Mar- it was Akira the Don. Marcus Aurelius wasn't born Marcus Aurelius. He had to suck a titty to get
0: there. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. There you go. Uh, thank you for joining us on this fine evening. Um, it's been lovely speaking with you, and uh, I look forward to speaking with you again. There's lots more stuff I could. There's a billion things I could. Talk to you about, frankly. Uh, but I think that's a positive way to end things, because otherwise we'll start talking about awful degeneracy and the horror show that's going to be 2024. I would say the shit show, not the horror show. Horror is what, you know, you make of it. Uh, but there is a don't shit worry. show coming it, up. Dude, You're going to be plugged in. I feel for you, because it's your job. You're going to be plugged into this shit. I am going to be ignoring it for the most part.
2: Ignore it. Don't don't worry. The Deep State has it covered, bro. They're going to... they're. they're they got both parties, bro. They're going to win either way. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'm,
0: give you a... And sp- that yeah, guy the- with a funny voice. Don't forget the guy with a funny voice. He's, mar- he's married to Larry David's wife. What the fuck? Who's that? Huh? Who's that? It's like um, the Kennedy Kennedy showing about a Kennedy Kennedy thing.
2: Oh, uh, oh, the, what, RFK? Yeah,
0: Larry, Larry David's wife. Is that her wife? What? You know more than me, bro. Larry <laughs> David's wife is Robert Kennedy's wife.
2: Oh, she divorced Larry David and went to RFK? No, they true? were
0: married on a TV show called Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, Maybe you saw bro, it. It was pretty funny. No. Oh,
2: okay, I'm a I'm like the last TV show I saw was Golden Girls.
0: Yo, like, Curb Your Enthusiasm is 20 years old now. Did you know that? That's crazy. Like, Golden Girls, yeah. In the first season Golden of Girls. Curb Your Enthusiasm, there's an episode where Larry David orders a girl gone wild, div- sorry, via video. Or his manager does. I, like dude, that's how Girl's old gone that show wild. Is. Do you remember those
2: commercials, dude? At yeah, night that's how old that on... show is. Dude, I remember like I'd be watching like Howard Stern at night, looking around, mm-hmm. be like, yo, how you know, and then it would be like, Girls gone wild and I was like yeah. making sure the door is closed and it's just like woo and I'm like I'm I'm like, How do I get to that bus? <laughs> <laughs> like, where is, is that bus? Like, how do I do that? How I want that. That's where I want to be. How do I get to there? <laughs>
0: so then you say I know I'll be a rapper. I mean, i'll be a rapper who, who then talks about the news that's how i will get to that. <laughs>
2: that's how i get them boobies that's
0: <laughs> where they go what? Yeah. oh you know, man like, good times good yes, times indeed uh so yeah what's your plan for staying sane in this year of hitherto unprecedented uh fuckery that's going to be popping off second by second i guess
2: i'm like four years and i'm not trying to brag but i'm like four years ahead of most like news people so so like none of this surprises me like i'm not nothing shocks me anymore i'm not like blown away like i don't believe any of these people so just got to make jokes about it laugh enjoy yourself do what you can but not stress about it because like you know people are watching like the script it's like uh either you look at the policy And what they're doing or you listen to what they're saying and like the the drama around it and most people are following the drama like they think trump's a villain who's gonna go to prison or they think trump's a hero who's gonna like save the world and i'm just like i i I don't know i'm like "Mm." i'm not very emotional about the
0: kennedy angle do you remember in the q story like the ending of it was that uh the the kennedy who died in the plane crash was actually not dead and he's gonna come back and take over the country
2: was that JFK Jr.? JFK Jr. Yeah, they said JFK oh, Jr. Robert was alive. His
0: father, wasn't it? He was like...
2: Well, he died too, but they... they I mean, they said JFK Jr. was oh, still okay. alive. Yeah, one of them was but still alive, I think...
0: and they were going to come back, and that would be the happy ending yeah. of the superhero story.
2: Wait, you don't believe that? What are you, a fascist? What? No, I'm just kidding. I love, <laughs> See, I, like I was stories. just testing you. <laughs> like
0: Wait, stories. you don't believe stories that
2: cool. JFK Jr. is running the country from a submarine? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you were one of them, Akira. Yeah,
0: that's right. You like yeah. that? i I'm yeah. captured. I've been uh, captured all the way over here in Mexico. They captured the shit out. Yeah.
2: Jordan Peterson captured you, and he made you not believe in JFK Jr. and the moon landing.
0: <laughs> who was telling me about that? Anyway, that's, that's for another day. That's for another day. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. Uh, shout out to everyone who looked in. Thank you all for ch- 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 checking out this thing across space and time. We didn't do the international high five at the beginning. That's very remiss of us. Uh, so we shall do it now I don't need to know today where you are from I can tell you're an international and cultured audience and wherever you are listening from uh, across space or across time at this juncture it is very important that you high five the screen on my count, you can do this too how about that, uh, and we may thus bind our energies across space and time and redistribute them in uh, the manner of some kind of like intergalactic cosmic disco Bernie Sanders is, 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 is. great Two. You're premature. One. Hi. Five. Five, Joe. Hi, flippin' five. And, um... Yeah. Big up, everybody. We'll be back manana. We're gonna be doing a live-scoring a Manly P. Hall talk about something very useful. And, uh... That'll be at A-C-E-E-E-E-T tomorrow. You'll want to make sure if you're not already, you're following Anomaly. Now, this isn't going to be as simple as it usually is because he has different names depending on where you want to find him. <laughs> All right. So if you want to find him on, on X, it's Legendary Energy. Am I right? It is? Yeah. Legendary if you want energy, to find yeah. him on Instagram, it's Dream Rare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're on yes. Facebook where he's him, him and like two million of your grandparents hang out, uh, mm-hmm. what is it there?
2: anomaly a n zero a m a o y
0: okay that's fine and and youtube the link will be in the description anomaly
2: as well yeah and, and spotify
0: yeah spotify Where well, you can listen, listen to that trend we just played it's a banger because he's definitely going to upload it to spotify no really he really is let's get one
2: bro let's get one
0: spotify no i'm
2: saying let's let's get a song let's...
0: oh what well, you and me yeah didn't ready? We, yeah, we've been and we've been talking about this for like five years or something. So yeah.
2: It's on you, bro. I'm, I eat beets. I'm like a, I'm like a grandma who eats literal beets, Except mm-hmm. for instead of those type of beets, I eat beets. So you throw me one. I'm a like,
0: feed me, feed me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that little Wayne in 2005 energy. Yeah, right, I'm ready. I I'll get you saying. Is that a specific kind of vibe that you're needing in your life right now?
2: Nah dude, just honestly like something, something real. You know, and, and like that could mean whatever. Like if it's real, I'm gonna I'm feel it and I'm gonna I'm slide on it. You know, I'm a, like a kid going down a, like a ski, a ski slope, you know, in his little, Ooh-wee. what are those things called? A sled. S- like a sled, I wanna, something like a sled on.
0: Yo, yeah, that's all I did. And that's, that's cool, cause I was, that's, yeah, anyway. We were just playing that Max B song the other day where he goes so much coke in the crib we need skis which is one of my favorite lines
2: <laughs> is he out of jail or no, no they still
0: got him in jail it's ridiculous he's, he's recorded, still in jail yeah he's recorded a couple fire songs from jail remember when shine was in jail and the songs were all like recorded down a phone and they were all crackly and they sounded terrible like now the way the songs they record in jail now sound great because i guess they're just recording on my iPhones or whatever so he got a well, couple he... tunes that are really good
2: he might be out soon. I just saw an article that says Max B all smiles ahead of prison release, it's almost over.
0: They keep saying that, but they've been saying that for like ten years. What did he do? Nothing. He didn't do nothing. He really? was a good boy. He wasn't even there. He got set up by some chick. Some chick did something and said that he told her to do it and there was the evidence is very, very shaky. You oh, it's like on that. some
2: Charles Manson thing where they just said that someone
0: told him? Some chick robbed a guy in a hotel and said it was that it was his fault when he told us to do it.
2: Oh, that's, I mean, obviously, I'm not saying, like, that's, his name is Charles, too. And, like, that's what happened. Charlie, I mean, that was a crazier thing, but, like, it wasn't even a death. (laughs) It was just a murder. It was just a a robbery that someone else did. I
0: can't remember if the robbery resulted in a death, maybe. Oh,
2: felony murder charges, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember at this point. It was a long time ago, but, uh, I remember Free Max B, though. Just the Free Max B
0: chance. Yeah, I had a whole song. I was like, Free Max B called a man a taxi. He should get a Nobel Prize if you ask me.
2: Damn, really? dude. <laughs> dude
0: I like You're it. holding
2: it down. I love Max I B. I liked
0: it. I like, I yeah. you, honestly, of that era, of that time, like, he was brilliant. He was brilliant on so many levels. He was, like, deeply entertaining and charming. He had this beautiful flow, this just real easy way about it. It was super melodic. Like, people talk about the way, like, Drake came in and made rap melodic. But Max B, before Drake, was doing melodic rap in a way that was super cool. It was dope right it kind of had an almost nate dog-esque kind of like melody about it but in a kind of like g-funkish fashion i don't know there was something just really cool and and sleaze about the way charlie wingate was getting down back then Um, he used to uh,
2: he he used to collab with like french montana right yeah those those Coke boys
0: mixtapes are some of my favorite records to this day they're on spotify and they are all illegal samples by the way
2: right um,
0: they probably cleared them or no, maybe they, they didn't don't clear care. shit they didn't uh, clear shit it makes uh, <laughs> it amazes me because there they just one day all of his catalog just went up on spotify like 46 mixtapes or something none of that shit is cleared it's the same like terrible quality like 128 96 kbs fucking mp3 bitrate that it was when it was on dat piff or whatever that's the tragedy of that time period is so much great music just got lost in the abyss right. when dat piff disappeared and like, well, also shit is not on Spotify or whatever. And that's how you that, listen and, to everything now.
2: And also, like, on YouTube and stuff, for a while, it was like, use these beats. Like, you know, get, you could use these beats, but you can't sell them. Put them on a mixtape for free. Mm. And then, like, overnight, it became like, you, your videos will all be taken down if you used other people's music. Where, mm-hmm. like, that wasn't the rule forever. It was like, use it, just don't sell it. And then it was like, not only can you not sell it, but you also can't even, like, use it. So, like, it it got taken down, copyrighted, and, like... You know, I think everyone like ran to the shadows because it's it's not like anyone was breaking rules. They just the rules changed, and and then like everything previous. I heard this happened real quick, like um to people that make like anime videos. The anime companies are real sensitive with stuff, and like they just went at a few like review channels and people like that that were barely using it, and they just gave them like a thousand strikes overnight and just took their channel
0: back, like yeah, yeah, yeah. demonetize them. Yeah, happens, it's like you know, like people. Yeah, people. it's crazy. I remember when it kicked off because I was in. um, Uh, I had a group called Midnight Men and we were like a DJ duo type thing and we were doing a lot of remixes and uh, we had some really big remixes that were really massive on SoundCloud like millions of streams and then one day I woke up and our whole SoundCloud channel, and that was when SoundCloud was the big thing, had just been deleted because uh, SoundCloud had handed over control to Universal and Universal were just going around nuking accounts that had remixes of stuff that they owned on it so like, you know, you, you spend years building up this thing then you wake up and it's gone. It was like the music industry sort of switched up overnight and suddenly you couldn't put remixes on YouTube and suddenly this, that and the other because they wanted to funnel everybody into DSPs and uh, and milk all the revenue in that area. You know?
2: Right. And, so- and now they allow you to put it up. They just like funnel the money to the other people, which they should have always done, you know, like not take them down, just... Give the person the money. That's it, dep- fine. it
0: depends on the track, because I do a lot of like DJ streams and shit, and like, they'll usually get a couple songs will just get, result in a worldwide block. Uh, so then you have to remove the song after the fact. Pretty, and it, It's, it's kind of comical, because if you have a video and one bit of uh, music that gets claimed is in it, all of the revenue from the video will go right. to whoever claims it. But if you have a video like I do on Fridays, I do these DJ sets, play like 100 songs, and 100 songs get claimed. So somehow the revenue uh, is getting divvied up between 100 people on that thing. <laughs> I don't even know how that works. That's it's, funny. Anyway, we're in a weird-ass time, and we'll look back on this time as a weird-ass time. Like, you always look back on times as weird-ass times. You know what I mean? But, uh... It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Always. Always. Uh, Congratulations. Felicidades. You made it. Growing stronger every day. Without compromising your bad motherfuckingness, Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for Anomaly. Appreciate you. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate you. Uh, The Meaning Stream was brought to you by MeaningWave.com. MeaningWave.com. Why Anomaly? Why? Because happiness is a side effect of meaning. Head on over to MeaningWave.com today where you can look at blogs about meaning wave stuff uh, you can also look get fast speed bitch, 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 speed speed thank you Burton Bradley. that was a blog we did today about Burton Bradley. he was a poet Do you know Burton Mm-hmm. no he's a great American poet uh, from a hundred years ago I've been turning his poems into songs they're bangers Uh, He's great. Uh, Anyway, we've also got lyrics. Uh, We've got digital music bundles, which is a great way of downloading music for when uh, they switch off the internet or whatever cyber attack they're doing this year. You will have your music. You will not be relying on Spotify. Do not rely on the Swedish for anything other than writing really good pop songs. That is my (laughs) question. That's a good one. Thank you. It's true. Uh, I know. You know, we've got lots of lovely clothes. You know what I mean? We've got so many lovely clothes. Lovely clothing in collections and all that sort of thing um, and you might want to check that stuff out uh, where's that new collection look we've got his new collection it's got 90s uh 90s party shirt it's very dope i designed that and this lovely vhs design that me and my son made very lovely uh, we've got a Discipline Gets Things Done shirt because Discipline Gets Things Done by Joe. And uh, hats are back as well. You've got nice hats, don't you, Anomaly? Anomaly has hats that say God bless on them. I've been meaning to get one yep. for ages. Last time I tried to get one, they were sold out. Oh, they're there. They're back, I man. got you. All right, cool. Just let me know. All right, I'm going to get that. I'm going to give me one of them even even God bless hats. I like the way that Anomaly monetized God bless and branded himself with God bless. That's good branding. Um, hey. Hey. It is. It's a good thing to have and a thing. I like the, I like the way that you infuse everything you do with uh, an unabashed positivity.
2: Thank you. you know. And vice versa. I think that's why we get along.
0: And because I'm a good
2: dancer and, and every DJ needs somebody on the dance floor yeah. that's not afraid.
0: That's right. And this guy is not afraid. Even if he's headbutting the chandelier. Hard <laughs> to time. Anyway, yeah, go meanwave.com. Uh, there's also support links where you can support if you wish to do that. And of course you do because your your life is made better by the existence of Meaning Wave. So you want to click the support link and, uh, and you know, send us 17 bitcoins. And uh, we will use them wisely. Don't you worry about that. And uh, with that being said, thank you all for being here. Amanda dances good to see you. Shecky, Nick, Charlotte. Hello, darling wife. Uh, JT the Lionheart, Big Bad Wolf, not your problem. Shecky where's homeboy Ooh. Matthew Felty appreciate you thank you for the support Paul <laughs> cool Killer all of y'all we'll see you tomorrow we'll be back look at that lovely yawn make sure you follow an anomaly wherever anomaly be and we will see you real soon love to you and your family God bless <laughs> Nick my this is blessed don't change bro I have to. My cells are dividing and reconstructing themselves. I'll be different tomorrow. I'll see you then. Boom. Stream ended. Delightful.